Welcome back, everybody. It is episode number 28 of Thirst and Goal. Can you believe it? Yeah, and that intro music is really growing on me. For a second, I was like, (laughs) Well, you chose it. I know, I know, I know, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it, it has the the right type of vibe, you know, for for the kind of show that we put together. Oh, for sure. You know, for like uh, the first couple of shows, like, this is good. And then I was like, sort of doubting it. I'm like, "Eh, maybe we should change it. But you know what? I do like it. Sonia, what do you think? What's that? Intro music. You still like it? I like it. it. All right. I like it. I love it. I think it's us. Yeah, I love it. If it's the podcast, I mean, we don't, you know, it's not some ominous Jaws theme. (laughs) Uh, We're going to tell you all the serious things that have happened in the world this week. Yeah, that's one thing we are not as serious. Ted Koppel (laughs) reporting from Chernobyl. Uh, So, yeah. So how? It's funny. I did did watch some of those old uh, newscasts from back in the day. Because I was only two when, you know, Yeah, Mobile. rub it in. Yeah, yeah, rub was, it in. Thanks, yeah, yeah, whatever. So once again, I was only I two. <laughs> I was drinking. You know, <laughs> when that happened. So, I mean, I just wanted to see what, you know, was being said back in the day when I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And we're going to talk more about that later. Yeah, yeah, we're outside again. I mean, for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the first time, we uh, we tape this every week outdoors in the great outdoors where football should and could be played. Um, we got some drinks on the table. We got a fire burning in the background. Yes, how was everyone's week, Efrani? How was your week this week? It's it was nice. Uh, you know, it's nice to have Mondays off. It, you know, we should have more holidays. Oh my for gosh, sure. Yeah. Yes, you know, starting sure. starting on a Tuesday makes such a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You know, Sonia. So Friday is like, oh, thank God, I don't have to go another one more day. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. What about you, Sonia? Uh, yeah. Four days of work is just perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. I think we having should. that Monday off is perfect. You know, a lot of people want that Friday off, but no, no, no. Give me the Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially a holiday, you can accomplish something. Oh gosh. Uh, you know, the streets aren't packed. Uh, so mow the lawn. To- yeah, I did. Well, <laughs> did I mow the lawn? Yeah, I think I yeah, did do did. it on I'll Monday. Trim the hedges. Yes, I trimmed some hedges. I pruned some bushes. <laughs> uh, Franny is, uh, he likes to, to point out my green thumb, although I, I, uh, I'm doubtful at my skills. No, it's, it's man, look at, look, look, at, look at it back here, man. Yeah. Everything's like perfectly trimmed. That is true. That is true. I mean, that, that bush over there is like in the shape of a unicorn. Yeah, I mean, that's, was, that's... My, in, my in-laws are gone for a few months, so, you know, they usually come over here and work as well, so it's a little bit heavier load for me in the off-season here. Uh, my week was pretty good. Same thing. You know, I enjoyed having that Monday off. Um, so Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? Or, or we'll be drinking actually. Oh, actually, yeah. You know, cause I mean, we'll be me and you are kind of drinking the same yeah, old thing. We're drinking the same old thing. Yeah. I'm drinking the Jack and Coke. Not with the soda. Actually, I'm actually drinking some of the Coke, you know, I just trying to get some of that caffeine, wake myself and why up. Why are you tired, Franny? Uh, was you know, it a was, long night of drinking last night. I was, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I did post a picture on Instagram. Uh, you know, buddy from work. He's also, um, you know, big on the Browns. He was a whiskey drinker, a Scotch drinker, rye. You know, whatever. But uh, yeah, we 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 did sample uh, some of his stash, and he has quite a large stash of some good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. And Check so out the picture tired. on Instagram. Uh, Sonia, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> some concoction. <laughs> I. <laughs> I saw we had Bailey's Almond, and I thought I'd add some, 
I don't know, uh, vodka whipped, and I made some sweet putrid thing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. It's like a white uh, Russian. It looks really good. I kind really of feel good. like I need coffee in there. Oh, uh, Asanya yeah. Bides. Get some Nespresso. Yeah. In there, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. A little Nespresso espresso. if you're listening. <laughs> Drop some beans in there. <laughs> yeah. All right, I jumped the gun a little bit. Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, let me just go ahead and pull up what we have the on the big, big board. <laughs> and so tonight, we're going to make a shout out like we usually do to our new listeners. We're going to have our NFL yes, bear with me, folks. news as usual. We're going to have our signature shot of the week. Ben, you'll throw in our listener message, our tag team news. I'm not sure how much there is, though, uh, for the Thurston Goal news for our team. For the Steelers, Seahawks, and the Eagles. Uh, We're going to have our brown taste test. So we have a scotch for the evening. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about our our home brew. We posted some pictures on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. It's uh, second fermentation process. We're not cutting corners here at Thurston Goal. No, not at all. We might even go for a third or fourth. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to ferment the shit out of that. And uh, and then we're going to do our beer taste of the week, our signature beer of the week, which is from Lithuania, surprisingly. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I had to take a double take. I was like, Lithuania? Oh, my God. I know we had some listeners a few weeks ago from Absolutely. Lithuania. So, in honor of them, we'll definitely try that. Uh, we have our shout-outs to uh, some of our fellow podcasters. Uh, our new show since um, um, Game of Thrones uh, us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously, it was uh, such a short season. We moved on to something else, <laughs> Chernobyl. Uh, thank God it, uh, it started pretty much at the same time Game of Thrones uh, finished. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We have our top five. This time it's going to be our top five favorite quarterbacks. Uh, we have our free form if anybody want to throw some news out there. And we have Ben's quiz for the night and Ben has Apologies been improving no 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 you you redeemed yourself yes definitely <laughs> yeah, there, there, there were a couple where me and Simon uh, were questioning we'll ourselves we'll see what you <laughs> say yeah. an hour from now yeah. <laughs> and then we'll finish up with the listener message once again an hour <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna shoot we're gonna shoot for 90 minutes all right uh yes so welcome one and all thank you to all of our loyal listeners listeners that have been with us from the beginning listeners that have been with us for quite some time we really 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 appreciate it we want to give a shout out to some of our New listeners, both international and domestic, uh, in the United States. We have another new listener from Covina, California, down the 10 freeway, I believe. (laughs) Uh, This is an interesting uh, city, Red Lion, Pennsylvania. Uh, potentially a Seahawks or a uh, <laughs> yeah, Eagle fan. fan yeah. Potentially a Steeler fan. <laughs> Maybe they are Seahawks fans. You never know. Yeah, Pennsylvanians are pretty loyal. <laughs> yep. uh, Defiance, Ohio. Thank you so much, Ohio. We have another, yet another new listener from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Eagles, baby. Probably attended Carson Wentz's A plus one event this weekend. Uh, we have another new listener from Cincinnati, Ohio. A uh, new listener from Hartford, Connecticut, Saginaw, Michigan. A uh, new listener from Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Thank Sounds you, nice Rocky name. Mountain State. Uh, another new listener from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Stay out of the cabin. A uh, listener <laughs> from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, and again, no matter what I say about Florida, a new listener from Miami, Florida. All right. Dolphins. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listener from North Andover, Massachusetts. All right. Deep, deep. Oh, actually, Sonia likes Andover. That is I true. I forgot about that. I've worked out of there for a long time. Uh, burn the witches at the stake, Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, listener from Gorham, Maryland. Uh, listener from Pound Ridge, New York. I actually grew up in New York, and I have no idea where that is. I'm going to look that up on a map. Thank you so much, Pound Ridge. New awesome. listener from the capital of California, Sacramento, California. Uh, new listener from Memoronic, New York. Memoronic, New York. <laughs> I can't believe I'm mispronouncing the I name know. of a city from my we'll home state. Wait until we get to the international ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listener from Tucker, Georgia. Uh, another new listener from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We had yes. two this week. New ones. Nice. Um, I've never heard of this city either. Fly, I'd, I'd appreciate it if either one of you could clue me in. Uh, we have a new listener from Copperopolis, California. <laughs> Are you sure it's you... not, that's not somewhere in Greece? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's listed as California. Yeah, Copperopolis, California. Wow. Well, I've uh, that one up too. A new listener from Wenatchee, Washington. Uh, hopefully a Seahawk fan from Yeehaw. Washington. And another new listener from Lutherville, Maryland. Uh, international side, we have a listener from Newtown, South Wales. Thank you so much, the Great Britain. We have another new listener from Great Malvern, England. Uh, new listener from, oh boy, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Oleshi, Subcarpathian, Poland. <laughs> Probably not close. Am I close on that one? I have no idea. That's that's a tough one. There's a lot of consonants and yeah, no yeah, vowels in that. One. <laughs> uh, Rio Carnival. We have a new listener from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Uh, new listener for Sonia from Venice, Italy. Woo! New listener from Madrid, Spain. Ooh. And here we go. Here's a tough one. Bajeringo, Bajeringbro, <laughs> Central Jutland, Denmark. Bjering, bro. There you go. I See? don't know. This is why they make me do this. <laughs> uh, new listener from Bocho, Nordheim, Westfalen, Germany. And new listeners from China, Thailand, Sweden, and I believe our first listener from Tanzania. Wow, we'll have to find a beer from Tanzania. That is a big one. That is a big one. <laughs> that, so that, we have touched every continent, I believe, every continent and every corner of every continent. Pretty so much, pretty this is much. something we should definitely be proud of. That is awesome. And just to let you know that Copperopolis is a beautiful town situated in the rolling foothills of the Sierra Nevada. Oh, very so nice. So it's northern California. It's beautiful, too. So. Oh, wow. Thank you, Copperopolis. <laughs> Hopefully not a mining town. Maybe. I don't know. I just Copper. saw Copper. Yeah, like, <laughs> did they just name the town after what they mined there? I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe Ben. <laughs> you know, Colville, <laughs> Nickeltown. Well, it, it is a mining town. Uh, and is it? it is Copper? Copper. I had a feeling. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, the name is very, very utilitarian yep. name. 1860, my friend. Good call. Good call, Ben. All right, Friday, what's first up on the big board? Uh, first up, Ben, or next up on the big board, we have, as usual, our NFL news. There's yes, not yes. a ton. I mean, we're, 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 it's... it's, it's uh, <laughs> Every week, it's getting a little bit harder and harder, too. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> Find some news. Yeah, so uh, we have our NFL plot lines Part 3. Uh, so we have some interesting news coming out of NFL labor negotiations. Uh, we had uh, some early 
labor negotiations on the 2020 contract. They met this week for their past week for the second time in Florida. We had executives from the league and the players union initiated discussions last month in Minneapolis. And then they met this past week in Florida, holding two bargaining sessions that had little of the rancor evident in the last labor dispute in 2011, which included a lockout. Uh, Most of the NFL's media agreements expire after the 2022 season. So it looks like the NFL is trying to maximize its new upped agreements with both NBC, CBS, and Fox. Uh, The league has not yet opened negotiations for those new contracts. Uh, We also have uh, the expectation that the players are going to be looking to up their percentage of revenue as their share of the contract. Right now, the players are at 47 percent of all of the revenue that comes in to the NFL, and they are looking to punch that up a percentage point or two. But it's it's fairly... I think it's a fairly good sign that we would be moving ahead of uh, a potential labor dispute in 2020. It uh, looks like it's a good sign that these guys are talking and they're at the table in advance of 2020 because there has been some talk that there may be the potential for a lockout in 2020 because the players are apparently there was some news that the players would demand to get closer up to 50% of the revenue. And there are some owners out there that are essentially have said there's no way in hell that's going to happen. Uh, so, you know, I think it's a good, good sign. Uh, you know, the NFL is as popular as it's ever been. It's bringing in more revenue than it ever has. And I think it would be really, really smart for them. And more podcasts than ever before. Yeah, definitely more podcasts <laughs> than ever before. Uh, you know, Franny, Sonia, what do you think about, uh, getting out in front of these labor negotiations a year and change in advance of when they would normally be at the table? No, I think it's a good idea. I think I think it's a great idea. I mean, you know, I would I would hate uh, you know uh, a lockout uh, for the NFL. I don't want them to go on strike or anything. You know, so it's it's great that they're you know ahead of the game, and um, I'm happy that they're talking about it right now. Get it out of the way. Yeah, but is it fruitful? I mean, it looks like it has been so far. I, I, my understanding is that, uh, you know, there have been some some owners that have said that there is no way on God's green earth that the players are getting a percentage point above 50 percent. But it looks like they the ownership may be, you know, open to the idea of a 50 50 split with the players. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, it's a that's a that's a big number. I mean, I think the average, you know, I mean, obviously, businesses vary from you know, restaurants to manufacturing to all sorts of different businesses. But, you know, in the United States, the average is about 30% labor cost. So for the players to get 50%, that's huge. I mean, that is, I think that the, you know, the general perception out there is that the players do not receive uh, a sufficient share of the revenue. And I think 50% is far and away uh, better than most organizations, most uh, corporations would be providing. So I think it's a pretty good deal for the players. Thoughts, anyone? No. Uh, right. I, I think that's pretty fair. I, I think yeah. it is 50-50. I think that would be fair to the players. Yeah, and, and they got a Mac. I mean, they can't afford a lockout. I mean, they're 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 so popular. They're moving all over the world, going into Mexico, going into the U.K. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just would be a terrible time to have a labor dispute. I thought they were going to play more games in, in the U.K. I mean, how many do they are, have are, next the, year? The, Three the, or four? The players are not a big fan of that, though. The, the players hate. It's a long yeah, trip. It, it is a long trip, especially well, it, if. It's a if long, you're a West Coast right? Team, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
But even for East Coast teams who are not used to traveling that much more, well, it's really not when, fair. when they have to come out to the West Coast, that's yeah. still another five, six hours. But it, but it is, you know, part of the U.S. though. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> so, they have a, a big following in the U.K. So anyway, so yeah. we went. Yeah, no, topic. I mean there are a ton of. I mean there are a ton of podcasts coming out of out of the U.K. There there are team specific podcasts as well as podcasts that cover the entire league. I mean there are a ton of fans. Over there, and they also have amateur leagues that play American style football. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think that that it would be smart for the league to, you know, probably continue to play in the UK, but they have to figure out a way to make it less problematic for the players. And, and you know, you have, you want to have to limit the miles in the air. Mm-hmm. Aren't we there off season? Uh, I'm confused. Uh, I mean, well, their main sport is what? Soccer. Soccer. Is it cricket? Yeah. Cricket. Soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but Champions League was today. NFL is isn't that their Champions. off season? Meaning they they it sort of fills in that gap, just like baseball. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean the off season for for watching a sport? I have no idea. I mean, is is uh, would right now be a time? What is the, is what's going on during the NFL season in? Well, right the, now is there's it, is the Champions a tournament. League going or no, no, no. But I mean, they have their their own Premier League. Uh, yeah. You know, um, at that time of year. So. Huh. Yeah. I mean, right now the season is basically over. I mean, for them now it's it's, it's pretty much over, just like it is for the NFL. So, all right, debunked. Uh, all right, <laughs> debunked. All right. Next up, we have some wonderful information coming out of the Oakland Raiders, the oh. team that went and took a giant flyer on a on a player in the with the fifth pick because they wanted to build the character of the team. Uh, the Oakland Raiders have signed a veteran defensive guard or veteran. Offensive guard Richie Incognito to a one-year deal. Um, it is a bit of a surprise. Incognito is getting another shot. He was just arrested again at a funeral home, <laughs> uh, essentially arguing that he wanted, uh, I think, the head of his grandfather or his grandmother cut off for scientific research. Oh my god! Uh, oh my pulled god. a gun on somebody allegedly. Uh, uh, So he was a formal pro bowler. He spent 2018 out of the league as part of a as because of multiple off field altercations and a brief stint in a mental health facility after he retired, unretired, uh, and he was cut by the Bills. Incognito was reportedly feeling well in all aspects. However, he was a solid player for the Bills back in 2017, and the Raiders are in need of a starter at left guard, and the 35-year-old Incognito's wealth of physical talent may make him worth a flyer. Uh, They interviewed uh, Raiders general manager Mayock this week, and he said, we can't have all Boy Scouts. Uh, so the Raiders are, you know, wow. they, well, they, they, they traded for Antonio Brown. They picked up Vontez Perfect, and now they brought in uh, the, you know, the the uh, the bullying, uh, problematic Richie Incognito. I mean, he was arrested a couple different times, pulled a gun on somebody. Uh, you know, the Raiders just can't get out of their own yeah, way. I don't, I don't think they're going to have any locker room problems. I, I, I think they'll be fine the entire season. You think they'll be good? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Antonio Brown. Uh, I, I can't it. wait. I love me some Raider I drama. Gonna, I think I'm going to watch every Raider game. It might be kind of exciting just just for the drama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was my dramatic background. Oh. oh. 
I was I mean Simon were like because through the through the headphones you can't really hear it that yeah. well. I thought there was like some background music somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like, my oh, dramatic no, my phone uh, went that's off my again. dramatic Raiders <laughs> music. Did you get that from Chernobyl or the from oh, the no, no. HBO miniseries? Uh but yeah, I mean it's it's I mean I remember when they picked uh I can't remember who they picked in, in, in number five in the draft, but I mean he was essentially a second rounder that went number five. Uh, and the Raiders' excuse was that they were looking to bring some character in, and they bring Incognito, Perfect, and Brown mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. that just watery stew of. Uh, and then you have Chucky there too. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, boy, you just uh, he he. Uh, Chucky, John Gruden. Oh, <laughs> Chucky! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean he 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 falls in and out of love with players very oh, yeah. very quickly mm-hmm. uh you know what is that movie 60 dates 40 day or 40 dates and 40 <laughs> days or 40 nights or whatever it was i mean that is essentially john gruden and his you know the second he he gets a player in there three weeks later he can't stand him. what's his stance on car these days you never know it's oh, different you know. every day okay <laughs> uh, i mean it's know, a love-hate he, relationship as they've said about john gruden he you know he, he likes to date quarterbacks he just doesn't like to marry any of them yeah whore yeah 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 <laughs> I say smart. He says whore. <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do. Apparently. Uh, next up, we have uh, poor Ben Watson signed by the New England Patriots a few weeks ago, uh, suspended for the first four games of the season. I think this is a pretty unfortunate suspension as much as I dislike the Patriots. Uh, he retired from the league. He was taking some testosterone treatments essentially to get his body right. It wasn't for you know, performance enhancing purposes. The the Patriots knew about it before they signed him. Uh, I just think it's unfortunate, and I don't know that it's necessary to suspend the guy for four games when he wasn't even contemplating playing at the time. Franny, what do you think about that suspension? Uh, I mean, it, it it sucks, but I mean, what, what was he ta- what was he taking the treatments for? Was it uh, you said it was for health? Yeah, reasons? just to get his. I mean, his body was beat up. He was just trying to you know get back in. You know, some kind of shape that he could have a comfortable day to day life you, and do the You could have taken some of the nugenics. What, <laughs> what is the nugenics? That is that testosterone. Yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. What's, who's that uh, The baseball player that's, uh, that's always advertising for them? Uh, Oh, I know it. I yeah. just can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't get yeah, it. He always looks so happy in those commercials. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. And all the girls are all over him because he's taking uh, these testosterone pills. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he was just. You know, he was prescribed this by his doctors. It wasn't like he was getting it in some back alley in Tijuana. He was just looking to get his body right. You know, I mean, he's he's 38 years old, so yeah. he's coming back. Um, but I still do think that the uh, the Patriots do need to find uh, another tight end, though. I mean, that that is a need for them right now, unless Gronkowski wants to return from you know his brief retirement. Um, but that's that, that's that's a position that they do need to fill. It's kind of odd that it was Ben Watson, you know, an older tight end. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, they'll they'll find somebody somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of talk that they'll end up with uh, what's his name from Minnesota, uh, Rudolph. Yeah, that they may make a trade, uh, you know, for some later picks and some in some later drafts for mm-hmm. for Rudolph. I don't know. I mean, I, I just I can't put anything by Bill Belichick. My guess is he'll figure out some way of running with no, you know, with a single tight end set and still kick your ass. Yeah, I mean, it sucks for him, but you know, four games they'll probably be four zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know, after those games, anyways, so. You know, he's going to well, come back and it's like nothing ever happens. So I hope they're at least three and one yeah. as they open up with the Steelers in week one. So I'm hoping that they'll be uh, three and one with that one loss being the Steelers. He didn't go to the Orchids of Asia. <laughs> you know, so I mean, there, there is that. So, you know, it, it's not an embarrassing sort of suspension. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, next up, we have a little bit of sad news. Uh, you know, there was some drama in Jacksonville this week. Initially, oh. you know, the reports oh. were that Nick Foles left the team. And, of course, everyone, you know, was scrambling around with like a chicken with their head cut off. But it, it turns out that he and his wife suffered a a miscarriage. I think they were about five months along. Oh. So we want to send our thoughts and our prayers and our condolences out to the Foles family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have a, a, a strong, strong Eagles fan here at the table. So we have a, a connection to Nick Foles and uh, we're just very sad to hear that news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, I mean, such a good guy. Yeah. I mean, such a good guy. I mean, I mean uh, you know, after winning the Super Bowl up on the stage, you know, taking the trophy with his little girl, Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that, that, that was a very cute moment. And, um, yeah, it, it, it sucks uh, for Nick Foles and, you know, like we said, we wish him all the best. And, yeah, you know, poor thing. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Is, oh apparently, God. I think his wife's name is uh, Tori, if I'm not mistaken, uh, has been trying to get him to go back to OTAs to get his mind off mm-hmm. off it. I'm not sure if he's uh, if he's returned to, to the field with his team, but we just want to make sure what that we... What a sweet, we... sweet man. Yeah, 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 I mean, it's hard to... I mean, he really is Saint Nick. He, he really I mean, he is. is. I mean, he brought a Super Bowl to Philadelphia. Go Jags. For, yeah. all, go Jags. for all we know. No, no, go Jags. <laughs> I'm a Jags fan now. Be, su- be successful, just not that successful. Just fo- we're Foles, Foles fans. Yeah, Foles yeah. fans yeah. for sure. I mean, we are rooting for Nick Foles, and we're we're really sorry to, to hear, yeah. hear that, that news. Yeah. Poor guy. Well, poor family. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had another little bit of news coming from uh, former Eagles. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is fun, fun, fun for me, anyway. What's uh, the former Philadelphia Eagle star Donovan McNabb was on TMZ Sports, oh, and, and he said he believed his career stats are Hall of Fame worthy. Oh. Uh, according to TMZ, too bad he didn't stop there. Uh, <laughs> Donovan McNabb said, my numbers are better than Troy Aikman's. Uh, McNabb said before, mess with Troy. adding that he <laughs> sees a spot in Canton in his future. I'm not hesitating on that. I am a Hall of Famer. My I am a Hall of Famer. My numbers speak for themselves. McNabb had 37,000 passing yards and 234 passing TDs and 117 career interceptions in 13 seasons. Uh, Cowboys Aikman has 32,000 passing yards, 165 TDs, and 141 career picks. Uh, Aikman, however, has three Super Bowl mm-hmm. rings on his fingers. Boom. Uh, the former NFL quarterback, quarterback McNabb threw 234 touchdowns in his career, as I said earlier. Uh, he was 98-62-1 and one as a starter, only one tie. Interesting. Uh, Aikman was 94-71, and 71, uh, and that includes an 0-11 mark as a rookie. Aikman was 11-4 in the playoffs. McNabb was 9-7. and seven. Uh, McNabb has not made it into the Hall of Fame thus far. Uh, he left the NFL after the 2011 season. Uh, Frane, what say you about McNabb's chances at getting in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> this is your guy, your former player. No, I, I, yeah, I think... Um... For those numbers, uh, I think he does deserve to go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, he, he was pretty impressive. I mean, he had a pretty impressive run with the Eagles. Unfortunately, he never did win a Super Bowl. He went to one Super Bowl, but, you know, five NFC Championship games. They really did put a good team around him. You know, the defense was awesome, um, you know, in the early 2000s. Um, I, I think he does deserve it, but I don't think he should be calling out other players, right. too. That's not very classy of him. Um, you know, it, it, well, we've we saw recently what, yeah, he, yeah, what yeah. he said yeah, about um, 
Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Saying, so you know they got to essentially it's, cut it's, him it's, or it's, trade it's him just, if he doesn't get to the championship. He's just exactly. trying to remain it's, relevant. It's just best to just stay yeah, quiet I mean, and let let things play out. Eventually, he should make it into the Hall of Fame with his numbers and with the career that he had. But uh, yeah, he's not a very classy guy, and he's proven it. Yeah, I mean, so I know he's he on TV now, and he's got to you know he's got to get you know ratings and he has to say some things that are a little bit incendiary but I just yeah. don't I just don't see why you would call out other players yeah. who have champ I mean this yeah. is this is sports right I mean championships trump all yeah uh you know Michael Jordan you know in basketball was was not only the greatest player but now he, but he has six championships right yeah uh you know there are there are quarterbacks like Dan Marino who don't have a Super Bowl um that are in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. but I just don't know why you got to tear other people down yeah. in that. Pro- I mean, what, Troy Aikman should be punished because he had a a great team mm-hmm. uh, because Jimmy Johnson put together just an amazing team for. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand why you tear other. I people mean, when, down. when Troy Aikman took over, you know, you said he had an zero eleven start. At, yeah, yeah, it, that was a pretty terrible team. I mean, in, in yeah. the late eighties, they were a very bad football team. Yeah, Peyton Manning, I think, had one win or yeah. no wins his first yeah. season. Yeah, but it's, even it's, even even Donovan Donovan McNabb, I think that he had a pretty terrible uh, rookie season too. I you know I think maybe they won six or seven games. They didn't really win that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Carson Wentz had a pretty good rookie season. Uh, if I there were there were seven to nine. Um, you know, his first season, but you know, he played well. He he uh, he, he showed that um, you know he could have some success in the league. Sonia, what you're smiling over there? What no, say you? You just reminded me of something. Oh, uh, I think Sonia might have changed her top five <laughs> yeah. quarterbacks of all time. Sonia just crossed off Donovan McNabb. Crossing off Donovan McNabb and putting in Peyton yeah. Manning. But he, like, like we we talked about this, you know, outside of the podcast, he yeah, was yeah. a fun quarterback, awesome. to watch. Just under pressure, though. He wasn't that great. He didn't always make the best decisions. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, even the Super Bowl. That for a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, well, when his legs were not what they once were, yeah, yeah. it was a little bit more difficult, I think, for him to get the ball out, you know, timely to the receiver that was best on the play that, you know, the, the, as the play was unfolding. I think that he, he used his legs a lot early on mm-hmm. to overcome some of that decision making uh, where he lacked in decision making. I mean, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, five was it five championship games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots. No shame in that. Foles uh, did it. Pretty much. Uh, what's that? Foles <laughs> <laughs> did. Uh, he didn't but, lose. You know, Brady plays long enough. There's going to be 16 teams with losses. You know, in the, <laughs> in the NFC to, to to Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, so there's no shame in that. I I think he he deserves to get into the Hall of Fame. He just got to shut his trap. Yeah. Just shut up, Donovan McNabb. Oh my goodness. All right, I guess that's going to wrap up the NFL news. Franny, what's that, was, that was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. see, we're, I told you we're trying to get this, keep this under 90 minutes yeah. eventually. Yeah. I'm uh, dubious. Yeah, Sonia's <laughs> dubious. Wait, wait till we get into the more fun part of the show as we get into the drinking pieces yeah. of the show. And well, the, I mean, the, NFL news is fun when there's yeah. more news to talk about, yeah. but right now there's just not that much happening in the league. Yeah. Well, there, well, there was Scraping another the bottom little, of the barrel, right? <laughs> well, there, there was another tidbit of news for you, Sonia. Malik Mattel. Is that no, tag no, team? No. Is that tag team news? It's it's not tag team news. It's helping the tag team news. All right. Uh, Jay Glazer reported this week that it looks like Todd Gurley's knee is not healed, nor do they anticipate that it will, in fact, be healed. Of course, the Rams are saying that, you know, everything's going to be fine. Everything's wonderful. Everything's great. Um, but it looks like he's going to struggle again Aww. this year with a knee problem. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's it's 
it's sad for Todd Gurley. Great news for the Seahawks. Obviously, yeah. they have no backup. And I mean, the Rams well, what, what have a third to, year. Uh, whatever, whatever happens to CJ Anderson? Do they? He's gone. I mean, he's gone. He's, yeah, right. Where do you go? Uh, Detroit. I want to yeah. say. Yeah. yeah, man, they should that, really. That's held a team on to we're going to have to watch. <laughs> yeah, they've got a third-year player that no one's ever heard of backing up Gurley. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but he, you know they don't have much of a backup, and their third-string running Anderson back is nobody. So well, I can't believe they didn't keep him. Yeah, I mean, because you think you would be able to anticipate. If you talk to Gurley and you talk to his doctors, that he wasn't going to be ready to go, and even if he was ready to go, the fact that this this injury out of Georgia was a problem there and is a problem, you know, after signing him to that huge deal, fifty That's million dollars guaranteed I mean, or forty five was... guaranteed. Jay Ajayi to the Rams. Yeah, you're here first. Uh, he's not signed yet, is he? He's still he's still he's, out there. Yeah, he's still out there. Su got signed, so I think Ajayi <laughs> is the only the only yeah. him and Crabtree. The, the longer only guys it goes, the, the more desperate he'll get. He's not going to expect a huge contract, you know, especially with all of his uh, history with injuries. And so uh, you never know. Yeah, I mean, Jay it's it's, it's it, I guess it's I mean it's sad Which news for 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 Gurley. Good news for the Seahawks. Um, but oh. I, I mean, I, you and saw this coming last year because they they weren't honest about the injury last year. They haven't been honest about the injury. All off season. I just feel bad for him. I, mean, uh, I trust oh, yeah. I, I, Todd Gurley. I mean, is, he, I mean, yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, and I tend to trust Jake Glazer out of the Athletic. He's he's you know he's usually pretty spot on. He's you no, guys were trying to get me the to get a one shot, year though. He's no Ian Rappaport <laughs> with his you know on again off again you know with with relationship with the facts. The um, one year I had him on my fantasy team, he was terrible. But Fisher was the coach at the time. Uh, yeah, Fisher. Yeah. I mean, the guy kept getting jobs. He could, his, I think his record was like four, you know, four eighty, four ninety, something yeah, like that. It's terrible. And he terrible. just kept getting jobs. I mean, he ran Tennessee into the dirt, and then he ran the Rams into the dirt. <laughs> and I think he, I think he was with the AAF, or he signed up with the I, XFL now. I don't know. But he's somewhere floating around. He's not in the booth anywhere with the NFL. I don't think. Uh, but it, I mean, that's. It, it it could be a long year for the Rams. I mean, it could be a long year for the Rams we'll without see. Gurley I, and without without. I think they have the enough talent. Without foul. I think they have enough talent still we'll on we'll that see. team. You know, the NFC West is gonna be a little. It's gonna be tough. They they still it's have cargo pants running the show. You know, we'll see so. how the Niners. Your favorite the Niners do. Oh, you know, don't have your khakis tailored, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you could get away with. They're well, just khakis. Talking about tailoring. getting tailored. I know, yeah. I know, huh? Who, yeah. who, you order your co- clothes Pop-la. online. Tailored. Yeah, but you gotta be. You got in the NFL. You gotta be somewhere. Body tents. <laughs> You gotta be somewhere between. I think you should uh, have a can. You gotta be somewhere between McVeigh be and shot. Patricia. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be. You can't be finely tailored, but you also can't look like you know you're about to. He's the younger generation. He's the younger generation coming in. You're you know, a fan so. in the upper deck, like Patricia's <laughs> chomping on a big piece of salami or something. He's, he's, he's definitely got a turkey not, leg. He's ah. got a turkey leg on a <laughs> sideline. Next week, yeah, next year he'll have a turkey leg with a. <laughs> He's what definitely he, not wearing an oversized sweater, all right, yeah, an yeah, oversized yeah. hoodie. Oh, McVay might. He might. I think the NFC West is is the Seahawks for the taking next year. I mean, I heard. Oh. I was listening to some other podcast. You're, you're just today. as high on the Seahawks as you are on the Eagles. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I, mean, I love my thing. co-host. What can I tell you? I, I know. Yeah, I know, you can love us, but you don't have to give us realistic. false hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some. I mean, in the myth. I mean, some. I was listening to another podcast, and they're like, "Well, you know, Sue played on it, or Sue, Sue played on a, Sue? on a great defense last year." I'm like, "What?" I mean, I don't know, 28th out of 32 teams or whatever they were last year. They I should mean, have been better. The Rams were a terrible defense last yeah, year. They, they, I mean, they, they were, been, with the they big were the names Super that they Bowl. had. They, Come on. Yeah, no, it wasn't well, the defense were, that got them there. The, they, they played well yeah. in the Super Bowl. The defense did play well in the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, they should have been much better, though, with, yeah, with, yeah, the, yeah. with those big name players that gonna, they signed. I think they're going to struggle a little bit on D this year. So, yeah. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, it is the shot. Of the week. Oh, oh the shot of the week. 
Hold tight, everybody. drinking tonight tonight we are drinking the radiation poisoning shot uh you know leading up to uh the podcast i was wondering like what should i put together this week i mean you know last week it was pretty easy it was memorial day uh, but then when I saw your notes for the podcast, I noticed that you and Sonia were finally watching Chernobyl. Finally, finally. <laughs> I mean, it's it not, didn't it, take seven years. Yeah, this time. no, it, it, it didn't take seven years uh, like it took for a Game of Thrones. Um, but you know, it's, it's four episodes in now. There's only one more to go tomorrow night. We'll talk more about that later on in the podcast. Uh, but uh, you know, we, we saw. It's based on a true story. It's tragic events. Uh, you know, happened in Chernobyl back in 1986 when. I was two years old, Sonia. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Yeah, Sonia and I are the same age, so I, all the jokes are equally I, I, I'm celebrating my sweet 16. I, I, I put these shots together. Um, you know, they, they kind of look like little atomic bomb blasts in a glass. They are uh, kind of look like cool. melting sort of skin, I guess. That's, yeah, these are uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I didn't it's, think that way. Yeah, yeah I, it's I, kind I, of insensitive, but at the same time, you know, the shots themselves are pretty interesting to look They're at. They're beautiful. I can't tell people, I can't emphasize this enough, people. Please go to Instagram, uh, Thirstan, or on Twitter, Goal Thirst. These shots are They're, probably one of Frane's best-looking shots They look nice. They, they, look they are really, really amazing shots. Good. I mean, yeah, these are, I'm sure they're going to be really sweet. But they are beautiful, <laughs> and they are interesting. They are amazing. Yeah, so, you know, sorry to anybody that uh, had to deal with the radiation poisoning. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, the shots, uh, they look terrific. I mean, I was going for little atomic bomb blasts. <laughs> I was going for little atomic bomb blasts in the shot glass, but I guess, you know, the way the grenadine poured on top of the Baileys that was layered on top of the peach schnapps, um, you know, it didn't come out exactly that way, but it, it is very interesting. They look kind of clumpy. Uh, but it, it smells really nice, and uh, let's give this a shot, okay. guys. Cheers, shot everybody. Shot. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. You can't hear the clanking anymore with these brand-new mics that <laughs> Ben got. Let's Here give it go. a Terrific. shot. <laughs> I did spill some of this on myself. Sorry in advance. I'm going to have to do laundry. Oh, my God, that was very, very interesting. Oh. No. <laughs> It tastes really good. Mm. Oh wow! Well, oh, know, it tastes really good. That is a, that it's is like a vomit coming right back. Down. Wow, that's what it does. It, wow, it, exactly. no, 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 it didn't taste. No, 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 it didn't taste like vomit. It doesn't I know taste it, like vomit, but it tastes like you're drinking 
It's oh, vomit. Wow. It's that. It got a little clumpy. That was. It got. It was. It was. I didn't oh. expect that to happen. <laughs> but it almost. It's not to spit it right back out. But <laughs> when you do the the Bailey's got wow. really clumpy in there. It coagulated. Well, I mean, it it's did. appropriate for Hollywood. It definitely looks better than it tastes. Oh my um, god. No. Um, no, no, no. It, no, it, it tastes, tastes really good. good. But the the the, the clumpiness. I almost spit it back out the, myself. The mouth, I, I, mouth I was yeah, watching yeah, yeah, yeah. you, and that made no me because gasp. I was laughing. <laughs> I spilled down my face. Wow! <laughs> oh wow! That does taste like radiation poisoning. If, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if, if that was probably the most appropriate shot given the name. Yeah, uh, it's unple- It was unpleasant it to was, get down, it was, but it tastes awesome. It, yeah. It, uh. It was <laughs> the co- the coagulation. Is, the, I, didn't, the I, I, didn't ex- I expected it to be liquidy <laughs> I mean, and go down, but yeah, then you, yeah, you, yeah. you feel the chunks going down. Yeah, yeah. Well, it the blocked Bailey's. my throat. <laughs> I mean, how many how many shots have we had now with Bailey's in them, and and Bailey's it never clumped up like that? But I guess I don't know when you pour the grenadine over it, it just is that what it was? It the yeah. grenadine just. I guess maybe it, it clumped it up, but uh, no. wow, yeah. that, that was pretty. Wow. I mean, it tastes really good, though. Nope. It tastes really good. <laughs> yeah, let's give Franny a kudos. Franny, um, I think the that effects is of it was very, phenomenal. Very appropriate but, for the name yeah. uh, of it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you were to ever drink <laughs> radiation poisoning, no, <laughs> I'm sure it would feel like that. Going yes. down. Oh. You have 90 seconds to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but let's give Franny some kudos. I don't think I did wow. this uh, last couple episodes. Oh. Uh, so far, he has done a lot, a lot of shots. Uh, <laughs> the Bloody Arrow, the Beast Mode, the Bird Shit, the Black Monday, the Drogon, the ABC, the Cover the Spread Shot, the OBJ Trading Spaces Shot, the 50 minus one shot for Sonya's birthday, the Penalty Flag Shot, the Yo Soy Fiesta Shot for <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, cool. uh, subsequently named the Injured Reserve, <laughs> uh, the Wildfire Shot, another Game of Thrones Shot. The thumper shot, the pixies are in shot, the white walker shot, the mom chata shot, the homebrew shot, the salute last week for Memorial Day, and tonight, the radiation poisoning shot. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, What the hell will it be next week? Yeah, I definitely could not have done (laughs) that. Is there a holiday next week? Uh, Well, we it's beginning of summer. That's I mean, true? it is the beginning of summer. That, I mean, I think it was this past week, but it is officially summer. It, it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel like it, it is in <laughs> California. I know exactly what we're going to make. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, well yes. Sonia knows. I know it. I trust Sonia. I for sure. It. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's next up on the big board, Franny? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have your listener message. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening and subscribing to the show. It really means the world to us. We are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. Again, that's thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com with your friends, relatives, anyone you also think would like the show and enjoy the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, (laughs) Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher out there. Pound on that subscribe button, please. Uh, Leave us a review if you get a moment. Uh, Sadia's still struggling to get that shot down. Uh, If you have the time, we would love your feedback. If you would have a question that you would like to have answered on the show, uh, please, please, please give us an email at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can also give us a shout out on Twitter at Goal Thirst and on Instagram 
at Thurstand. And hopefully next week we're actually going to have a voicemail call-in number for you. Uh, so you'll be able to leave us some uh, some hopefully happy questions. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Ben. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We're going yeah, to set sure. up a little voicemail for the show so we can... Um, Good thing we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're working surprises us we're, with these little, during the show. Right these little just, tidbits. These little tidbits. Uh, so we're working on getting that set up. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you thank very you. much. <laughs> All right, what's next up on the big board, Funny? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, it is our tag team news, our thirst and goal news. And uh, is there any news for uh, the Steelers, Seahawks? There is. There is indeed. Eagles. Who do you want to start with? you want to start with the Seahawks? I think uh, the, the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks. All right, we are going to start with the Seahawks this week. Uh, not much going on in Seahawk land. I mean, Sonia mentioned earlier that they have a former player. What's his name again? Malik McDowell. Uh, that the Seahawks are suing to recover about $800,000 from uh, due to an accident, you said, mm-hmm. Sonia? Yeah, he had an ATV accident back in 2017, and something happened where they didn't allow him to play a down or whatever, and that forfeited his $800,000 bonus whatever yeah um, yeah yeah so i mean take it take it from Le'Veon bell stay whatever. on the <laughs> get yourself a jet ski don't go on land ben roethlisberger on land this kid on land stay on the sea well that could be just as bad i mean as a, you know a sea do accent or something on a jet ski i mean yeah. well that's true i mean if anyone that's ever been jet skiing with franny he will never let you get close enough to him to have an accident uh, if you if you begin to speed band, if you begin to speed towards him i will have action he immediately, shots for y'all. he immediately keeps a 100 yard radius around his jet ski at all times i've seen you drive i've seen you drive a car <laughs> i've tried to catch up to him and sort of you know do a little bit of uh you know some some tricks with when we go jet skiing but Franny tricks. does not let you get anywhere close what to him. Tricks. Well, you know, you could jump over Stand the wake. You could jump your... over the wake. You could do, you know, at least you could do some interesting stuff. Uh, but there is a little bit of Seahawk news this week. I just think it's a good, sort of a feel-good story. Uh, Seahawks uh, receiver and new receiver John Ursua oh, yeah. uh, will be stepping into the slot. Uh, Doug Baldwin um, uh, with J- Doug Baldwin's retirement john ursua will step into the mix as the seahawks new look wide receiver after baldwin's uh retirement uh at five foot nine 182 pounds john ursua is the slightest of all the receivers participating in seahawks organized team activities this week um Essentially, uh, he said this week, the more he feels like the underdog, the better. Said Ursua, he played wide receiver at Southern Utah and is now the re- the who, and is now the receivers coach at Weber State in Ogden, Utah. That was what his coach said. Sorry, that's not what he said. <laughs> uh, his former coach says, when you count against him, that's when he's most comfortable. That's all he's ever known. At 25 years young, John Ursua is a few years older than the average NFL rookie, and his path to Seattle wasn't a t- typical one. Uh, raised on Hawaii's Big Island, he moved to Utah as a high school sophomore and was a standout quarterback at Westlake High School in Saratoga Springs and then at Cedar High. He graduated in 2012, spent a year working, and then a two-year LDS mission to Paris, Belgium, and Luxembourg. Uh, he speaks French, and he can speak Hawaiian as well. John Ursula joined the Hawaiian football program in 
or the the University of Hawaii football program in 2015, redshirting his first year there. By the time he suited up for Hawaii in 2016, it had been nearly four years since he played football. Uh, Ursua said, it was a huge adjustment for me uh, after the Seahawks drafted him in the seventh round last month. Sorry, he wasn't an undrafted free agent. He went in the seventh round. But I knew what I was capable of, and I knew what my goals were, and that was to make the league. I knew what kind of work and dedication I would have to put into this game. I'm just glad I stuck with it. So I just think this is a feel-good story. Yeah, it is. Uh, Pete Carroll is really high on him. Sonia, what do you think about your new slot receiver in John Ursua? I love it because I think he was talking to his brother, and his brother said, all you have to do is watch Doug Baldwin. Just yeah, watch yeah. him play. Yeah. Just watch him play. And, you know, I I have high hopes for him. I don't think anyone's going to replace Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin was just in a league of his own. Yeah. I mean, he was, we, we you know. This, you were very emotional. Yeah, I was. I was Just like, you know, Todd Gurley. If I, if, if, if I was a Todd Gurley fan, I would probably be bawling my eyes out knowing that he's hurt, you know, and, and it sucks. But, uh, you know, not having Doug, that's tough. You know, Russ is... Russ is also struggling with that because that was his go-to man. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Security blanket. But I have high hopes. I, I, I think that this kid's going to be okay. He's going to yeah. be A-OK. I'll be looking for him on Cameo. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll see if uh, not you, quite yet. Yeah, no. Well, quite. Hey. I'm still on a high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do replay well, my my T my well, TD locket. We'll getting we'll get him on the cheap cheaper. Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. right, huh? I mean, it's a really. I just think it's a really good story. Yeah, and like you said, his brother I think is a, a football coach as well. Uh, you know, Jared, he, he Jared, yeah, he, he didn't. You know, he didn't run to the NFL. He's sort of taken a circuitous circuitous route to get to the NFL, and yeah. I just think it's a really Really cool story. He knows how to um, speak a lot of languages, though. I'm yeah, very yeah. impressed. And I, I, love I think that. he's going to be good. I mean, guys I love like a this, linguist. yeah, guys like this that have a well-rounded life outside of football, I think really yeah. uh, can excel. And he didn't guys, have to take his shirt off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he doesn't have zero point. No, it, it seems like a, a high character fat. guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. guys that have to struggle to make it into the league usually yeah. prove themselves. You know, to be that that locker room presence that people sort of gravitate around. Yeah, so. yeah, and seventh That's round true. is essentially undrafted. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Essentially, yeah. and Baldwin wow. was undrafted as well. Uh, so I, I have I have high hopes for this kid. Uh, next up in Seahawks news, more? Uh Yeah, I mean, it sort of <laughs> it backs up on what we were talking about earlier with Todd Gurley. By all accounts, I think everyone is sort of in agreement here. The Seahawks probably wow. have the best running backs in the West. Uh, the Seahawks led the NFL in rushing in 2018. And a huge reason for this was the, was the athletic ability of Chris Carson. Uh, the offensive line was definitely improved, which was a, actually a big surprise last year. Uh, but Carson got a lot of his yards after first contact, uh, meaning Seattle would not have led the league in rushing yards if they didn't have that talent in the backfield. Carson will lead the way again for Seattle in 2019. His number two will be Rashad Penny, looking to make a big bounce back uh, from last year where he didn't get a ton of carries uh, and struggled a little bit. But uh, by all accounts, he's doing really, really well uh, thus far in OTAs. Um, you know, Seattle's second leading rusher was Mike Davis. Mike Davis went off to oh. Chicago, but Penny will be, <clears throat> I think Penny went in the first round or second round a uh, year before last. So by all accounts, if you look at San Francisco, uh, L.A., and Arizona, I think by far Seattle's got the best uh, running game in the West, and I think that's going to carry them past 
Los Angeles. Uh, I have hopes. I mean, I Arizona. Hopes. Arizona also has a good running game. It's just that their team is pretty terrible. So I don't think yeah. it's really going to make a difference for I mean, Arizona. I'm actually See excited. how they're going to use Johnson this year. I mean, I think they're going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, for so long there, I mean, uh, uh, the Seahawks were struggling to find, you know, a, a running game. And now they finally do have it. And it's it's the strongest in the division. I mean, I think it's going to be amazing and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Watching That's Carson and Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not against the Eagles. <laughs> or against the Steelers early in the year. Or against the Steelers oh early God. in the year. You guys are killing me. i got to stress out about both of you. Well, well I mean, or, you just then, beat, or you just beat both of us. I mean, that's all I have to do is beat both Hey, Tyler Lockett said... We're gonna try. Got yeah. it. We got, we got it. it. Don't worry about it, Sonia. Oh, Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to listen to him. <laughs> well, I mean, with Joe Douglas and Howie Roseman bringing in, you know, the you know cross between the '85 Bears and uh, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> and the undefeated uh, Patriots. Yeah, but I mean, how many, Sonia? We, we what? Like the last uh, four, four out of five seasons. Four or five. Yeah. Four to five. Four games. I've beat you. You've on. beat me every single time. And the last oh, time, my God, you were so irate. You were so upset. Oh, I was. I'm not very happy. No, no, I'm not we're, happy. We're at a bar trying to have a good time. I think I was, I was your uh, one of two losses, right? Uh, you were miserable yeah, that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was not very happy because I thought the Don't last time the Eagles and the Seahawks played, the the Eagles had their number. The Eagles were the better team, but not that game. No, but he wasn't that upset when the when the when the Eagles beat the living piss out of the Steelers the year before that. <laughs> yeah, but but that was one of the high points of that season, and, yeah, and then true. it went kind of downhill from that point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's so true. well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What else has happened? But you weren't there? you weren't there though. You were you were. I think you were in Mexico. You were in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went out to watch the game. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. did. So, so did at least I. the beers and were cheap. It, it was hard to be happy. Well, I watched it with. I, I, watched you, it. I mean, you crushed us, though. I watched it close. with another Steelers fan. I watched it with Mark. So Mark is a Steelers yeah, fan, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, you know, he, he was not entirely happy. But oh man, I was excited. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was hoping uh, he would remember that during the Seahawks game. But that, that pass from uh, Wentz to Sproles uh, that just broke it wide open. Yeah, uh, yeah. he moved. You know, Friday kept moving one. You know, moving a bit, you know one stool we down were, as the game progressed. <laughs> on vacation, and this man was just losing oh, his marbles yeah. oh, but, because we shouldn't have lost that game. But the Steelers went to the AFC Championship game, we I did. believe, that year. And, and so, you know, it's, it's kind of and funny lost. how things work out, yeah. you know, throughout the season. Interesting, interesting stuff. So what's going on in... Uh, what's next? Eagles, Eagles. Let's go to Steelers. the Eagles because I know you have some Steelers news and I believe it will take a shot. Well, we might, we might. <laughs> uh, so this is, I mean, this is like, I guess this is, you know, the more we care. It's, it, this is uh, oh. happy news from the Eagles uh, and the Seahawks so far. Uh, so Jason Kelsey... Uh, a center for the Philadelphia Eagles finally, finally, finally got some props this week for his many, many good years of play. Uh, Jason Kelsey earned next-level praise from Pro Football Focus, uh, who said Kelsey may very well be the best all-around center in the NFL in his 2018 season. Further prove that point. The Cincinnati grad turned Philadelphia legend, led all centers in run blocking grade 80.6, while ranking, while ranking second behind Oakland's Rodney Hudson in pass blocking grade 88.0. As a blocker in pure pass sets last season, Kelsey was next level as expected with 82.9 grade and only four pressures allowed in 163 passing pass blocking snaps. He was also one of 11 offensive linemen who did not allow a sack or hit on such snaps. Uh, this is important in 2019 because the Eagles may not have starting right guard Brandon Brooks. 
who has a torn Achilles or an mm, injury. Yeah. yeah, it was ACL or Achilles. I can't remember now. Uh, to start the season, so Kelsey may need to pick up the slack with fellow Pro Bo- with the fellow Pro Bowl lineman sideline. Based on his work over the last two seasons, Kelsey should be able to handle this. And if you look on NFL.com's website, you will find another Kelsey shout out. The most underappreciated players of 2018. What say you about Jason Kelsey? He, he's been underappreciated his entire career. He's a small center. He's not a very big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a very big dude. And I will never forget his Super Bowl speech. One of the best speeches. Oh my god, that outfit! All time. Oh my god, what was he wearing? Oh <laughs> uh, god, I can't. It's 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 a Philadelphia tradition. Um, I can't even. Remember. I forget what it's called exactly, but he looked like a leprechaun. It was uh, in, <laughs> it was intense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sure people in Philadelphia would that know exactly so cool. what it is. I had but, chills. Yeah, I mean the guy. Even even throughout the entire parade, I mean, he was saying what's up to people, like high fiving people, yeah. and you know, you know, downing beers. I mean, th- th- if I could ever hang out with a dude in the NFL, that, that would be would the be guy him. that I want to. Yeah. Him and his brother, actually, both of them, both of the Kelseys. I would love to hang out with those guys because those guys know how to party. The other Kelseys and, and, where at the and at, he's uh, a tight end for uh, for Kansas City. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's he's been underappreciated, and he he mentioned it in his speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he. I mean, but look at those. I mean, look at those numbers over his. I mean, just over last season and over his career. Uh, I think it's a. It's a shame that he hasn't been uh, brought more to the. You know, to the forefront in in when they when they're reporting on offensive linemen. I mean, he's just not not give up a sack or a, or a hit on those types of important plays mm-hmm. all of last season. I just think it's amazing, and he's finally getting the recognition yeah. that he deserves. I mean, I don't know whether it's because he plays in Philly. I have no idea why yeah, he doesn't he just, get that kind of praise. He doesn't really make that many mistakes. He doesn't fuck up. You know, I mean, he's he's him. he's a solid, he's a solid center, and, no and he wasn't steps. expected to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you said he's a little bit undersized for his mm-hmm. position, and he's mm-hmm. probably got what's he thirty five? He's got two he, or three, two or three years left. In him. But he, he's definitely in his thirties. Um, he's he's nearing thirty five if he's not already there. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think he's got a couple good more good years left. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just think it's uh, it was time for some good news out of the. Uh, out of the NFL, you know, usually people just sort of focus on the negative and the rest and drama and all that stuff. And I do love the drama, but everybody the teams that I, I don't do. like, I know you do, and that's where we're getting <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have the? Oh, you do. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we do have a little bit of Steelers news. <laughs> uh, Steelers Nickelback Mike Hilton, after two years playing major snaps and an increasingly important position in the nickel defense for the Steelers, Mike Hilton quietly declined to sign his exclusive rights free agent tender. The Steelers presented to him in March. It looks like I think it's about $800,000 under the terms of the CBA. Players with fewer than three seasons of accrued experience who are unsigned, mostly undrafted free agents, essentially meaning they were locked into salaries of about $700,000. In Hilton's case, after serving as a nickel corner for most of 31 of the past 32 games, Hilton wants more money. Uh, so he hasn't signed his tender. Essentially, he has the, uh, the choice of either not playing because the, the Steelers have exclusive rights on him or signing the tender at $700,000, but it looks like he's trying to get a little bit more money out of the Steelers. The Steelers presently, you know, this will be uh, uh, news to, or, or happy happy news to uh, uh, Howie Roseman. The Steelers have just $1,152,000 <laughs> under the cap right now. They could restructure a contract or two to get under the cap, but... You know, Hilton, you know, we, we simply, uh, we need 
uh, to lock Mike Hilton up. Wow, is that it? Huh? Yeah. Oh wow, I, I thought I thought you guys were well under, but wow. Yeah, I mean he's average. You know, I mean he's a he's a fairly average nickel. You know, but we need you know we need to pay him a little bit more money to keep him around uh, because the Steelers, you know, much like the Eagles, on paper anyway, are, are a little bit light in the secondary. Uh, so I just like to point these kinds of things out because I mean, this guy is making $700,000. He's just asking for a little bit more money. Mm -hmm. Uh, you got, you got corners out there making, you know, $15 million, $12 million a year, uh, and safeties. I don't know what, uh, I can't remember what, what's his name got from Seattle, um, Thomas, and there was another safety, um, uh, Matthew, that was went around in, 15, 16, and, yeah, 17, they got a bunch of money. So just there. give this guy a little bit more money and get this guy in the field so we can. A couple can, dollars. Yeah. We need him on the 750. field. Uh, another little bit of happy news for the Steelers. Uh, NFL's Bucky Brooks, who I like a lot. He's on the Move the Sticks podcast. Uh, finally, someone in the public media is willing to come out and say that the Steelers are better off without Le'Veon Bell and without. Uh, Antonio Brown, uh, Bucky Brooks said, for starters, just look at the duo's recent absences from their team's voluntary workouts as proof of their suspect leadership skills and selfishness when it comes to their roles. Sure, those workouts are voluntary, and there are plenty of star players missing OTAs, Tom Brady, around the <laughs> league. Uh, but this, but the decision of the Jets, uh, Bell and the Raiders Brown, who have not reported to OTAs thus far and do not plan to, uh, after cashing big checks this off off season, speaks volumes about their lack of self awareness. My favorite, one of my favorite words. Uh, most importantly, it shows the football world that satisfying their contract demands didn't necessarily result in buy in from each player. With that in mind, the Steelers were wise to cut their losses and move on behind a nucleus of players with a collective talent to excel in their leadership roles. Connor and Smith-Schuster have shown they deliver enough production to keep the offense rolling, and it certainly doesn't hurt to have a two-time Super Bowl winner who continues to play at a high level at quarterback. So finally, someone, uh, a major NFL personality, saying that the Steelers are better off without Bell, uh, who's turned out to be less of a scumbag, but Brown, <laughs> who's turned out to be a complete oh, scumbag. Oh, oh, there's the shot right there, there Ben. You just okay, it, okay, okay. Where's okay. Boddington's? I think Boddington's? I, I think Boddington's. I think he yeah. looks forward to that. Yeah. Where's Boddington's? Uh, Warm Boddington's. I can't drink any Boddington's. That's yeah. why he needs to drink it. Well, Ben, uh, here comes the you shot. said uh, something negative about... <laughs> I did, Antonio but Bucky Brooks Brown said something and, positive. Uh, I mean, that doesn't it doesn't balance out Bucky contract. Brooks. <laughs> uh, that is true. And and uh, why are we doing this? Why are we taking a shot well, here? We made Friday? an agreement. Uh, I would say maybe five, six, seven weeks ago. Here we go. That if you say something negative about Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, you take a shot. If Sonya, actually, who has not said anything negative about even, the yeah. the Rams or somebody in her division, if she says something negative, then she has to take a shot. If I say anything negative about the uh, Dallas Cowboys, then I have to take a shot of Jack Fire. But I don't think it's a bad punishment because Jack Fire is actually not that bad. I know. I keep I, saying to I bring out the Rakia. I we should bring out. Yeah, we should. We should. That that is kind of disgusting. So yes, definitely, we should probably bring that stuff out next week. Yeah. Yep. Let's see how Ben feels about that. Uh, yeah. So I might have to take another shot. So. Uh, Excuse me. It's choking up. Next, uh, <laughs> next up in Steelers news, Antonio Brown. Uh, we actually have a little bit of theme music for Antonio Brown. I think. Ooh. <laughs> Are you serious? This was Antonio Brown in his press conference at OTAs the other day. 
Okay, get get the get that's, it back. That's, Where's we, your shot glass? Give me another shot. Ben, just take the bottle. Just take the bottle seriously. <laughs> just down the bottle. So Steelers and Derek Carr are engaged in a uh, ludicrous and full of baloney PR campaign. Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown's ugly off-season split with the Pittsburgh Steelers involved a deteriorated relationship with quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. And he's determined to not let the same happen with the silver and black signal caller, Derek Carr. Uh, according to Paul Kasabian of Bleacher Report, Brown met with reporters at the Raiders offseason team activities and spoke about the importance of camaraderie and building relationships. Uh, it's extremely important, said Brown, to have a relationship off the field because playing football, you're mentally tired. You get frustrated. <laughs> you always want to have that respect for a guy. You know where he's coming from. Oh my from. God! Uh, you know where he stands. I'm gonna go get the brick here. Uh, and you know, is this what's is this the old dude from Family uh, Guy? So you guys can be on the same page, you know, and do, what, do, do what you desire. Do what you desire to win. Uh, camaraderie is key. Any team you need camaraderie to win to know the guys. I don't know if people can hear you. Right their, now. <laughs> have their back. So that's where we are that's here today. Ben's actual voice. Yeah, it, <laughs> is. it is. So Brown and Carr. This is just ridiculous. I mean, it's just this is PR. I cannot imagine for one second that any of this is true. Brown and Carr have gotten off on the right foot allegedly with the quarterback telling NFL Network's MJ Acosta that his new receiver is awesome and a great teammate. Maybe and he is a really good friend. No, Antonio's only really good friend is Antonio Brown. Well, maybe he's a really good That, that is the receiver. only friend he's got. <laughs> that wasn't all that Carr said, though. He made the following <laughs> statements on Sirius XM last week. Since the Raiders dealt for Brown, we spent more time together than I remember ever spending with a lot of my teammates. And I spend a lot of time with my teammates here at my house. He's coming to my kid's birthday party. He's coming to throw with me every day. <laughs> He's flying out whenever I say, hey, man, are you in town? He says, yeah, and he shows up the next day. Uh, I just think this is a lot of ridiculousness. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't stomach it. I just don't believe it. Uh, I just, the Raiders are going to implode this year. You hope with so. With Antonio Brown. You, you would love and Derek Carr. that. I mean, do you, do you, but do you listen to that bullshit stuff? That's, I mean, do you, you think that Antonio Brown wrote that for himself? I mean, I can't honestly. get past your voice. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Antonio, no. No yeah. way. Hey, ben, no way. And it is shot time oh, again for you. Though. You just can't stay away from Antonio Brown. I know. Uh, I can't wait for the season to start. He broke I, up with you. He broke up. I know you're hurt. He we don't play up this with year. You. you don't? No. This oh. is, that makes it even better because he can't beat us this thing. Come I can glow on. all year. <laughs> Uh, well, what do you think? I mean, what do you? I mean, it, clearly it's intended to sour. I, I just think it's a lot of fun listening to, to sour. I, 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 fun listening to you I think you're more mad guy. about it than anybody. Yeah, else. Yeah. Here comes the shot. There it is, Ben. <laughs> Bottoms up. Oh. Hey. Next week, though, <sighs> it's gonna be the rough stuff. Oh, that's that was, right. That I'm was a little bit rough. Uh, yeah, but I mean, what do you think, Franny? I mean, it, it, it just, I mean, it's, it I mean, just seems proven, like a lot of he's bullshit. He's proven to me. time and time again that he's a douchebag. I mean, I, you know, it's, I, I just love hearing you talk about Antonio Brown. I mean, because you, you're like a, a girlfriend that broke up and, and you know. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it. Like, I just, in my mind, I still can't wrap my mind around it, uh -huh. right? You're on, you're one of the best franchises in the history of sports. Yeah. With a Hall well, of Fame some, quarterback. Some guys just don't understand that. Some guys don't understand the situation that they're in. And you want to go play. And he's going to play for one of the, in the last 20, 25 years, the, even 30 years. 
you know, the Raiders have been pretty much terrible. I mean, they went to one Super Bowl, but that was that one Super Bowl. But they've been terrible before and after. Yeah, you got Joey from Friends as your quarterback. I but mean, man, I don't know what I don't know what is he it, expects. Is it affecting? Is it really affecting your franchise? No, well, no. hopefully for the positive. I mean, we we got right. we we I brought mean, in a receiver. Who cares? I think you're paying more attention to it than anybody else. Yeah, but I love it though. It's fun. It's fun. And he can't mow his lawn. Yeah, I mean, well, I can't even mow his lawn. Have, me and Sonya have a good time. <laughs> I can't even mow his lawn. I'm I work, sure I work freaking twelve hours a day, five six days a week, and I mow my own lawn. I, it looks fantastic. And by this the guy way. can't <laughs> mow his lawn. He leaves his lawn unmowed. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> Screw you, Pittsburgh. I can't even mow my lawn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just I'm so. It's good I mean, and 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 the sad thing is, I want to root for the Raiders. You know, because the Raiders have I don't know if I really that counterculture. Al Davis. You know, anything the NFL does, That's I want to do the opposite. To be. It's not that anymore. right. Yeah. You want to root it, for you know, that franchise, it's not right? That anymore. Yeah. But they have. I mean, that, that, and they that's why them. they have such a large fan base is because that's what it was. And they still kind of believe that that's what it is, but it hasn't been that for a long time, forever. Yeah, I guess you know, that's since the eighties, it has not been that. Since NWA, it has not been that. Sadia's smiling at me. I can't help it. It's love okay. it. I, I love it. Sad. Me and Sadia love it. Yes, right. I know it's sad. Take I a, mean, I, I, but you take another shot. That's but you right. notice I haven't said much about Le'Veon Bell because even though he's absent at OTAs, he's a classy. He's been guy. saying the right things. Classier. He's been yeah. sort of doing the right <laughs> things. Uh, you know, he hasn't been poking his finger in the eye of the Steelers. He's essentially said, I love all you guys. I'm out. I'm in a new situation. I'm going to make the best of Good it. for him. You know, he hasn't, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, gives an interview where, you, you know, you like the same shit that happened to me today. When someone, when you apologize <laughs> oh, to somebody. No. Here we go. That the, They shouldn't react like negatively. Like when you, Ben Roethlisberger apologizes and, you know, he calls him two-faced. I mean, are you yeah. kidding me? It's kind of true. I mean, you can't accept an apology. That's like, that's ben, like, that's his thing. That's ben Roethlisberger is, is also not, you know, a, a compass for, you know, classy dude. True. I mean, it's like, he's, he's also he kind of no a dick himself. Compass. Of course he is. Of course he's the most passive aggressive you know, quarterback the in the league, probably, but he's also a Hall of Fame quarterback who's won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Antonio Brown has won zero Super Bowls. You might win else? one with the Raiders. And John Gruden has won zero Super Bowls <laughs> without Raiders, someone else's team. Raiders, Steelers, AFC Championship game. <laughs> oh, that would And be Antonio brutal. Brown catches oh the winning gosh. touchdown that in would the be end zone. Brutal. Oh, my gosh. That's not going to happen. No, John, I mean, John Gruden can't. I mean, that would kill him. He falls out of love faster than a teenager. I mean, yeah. he can't. There's no way. You I haven't mean, fallen Derek out of Carr love. won't even you make it through the season. With Antonio Brown, though. What's that? <laughs> you haven't fallen out of love with Antonio Brown. I mean, but think you about it. I mean, suppose he played for the Eagles. He got one of the top top wide receivers in the last decade, and he just he's out. Why? Because he can't get along with the quarterback. Got, you know, have, have he wants more money. They have their issues. They have their issues. He has his own issues. Yeah, I mean, you know. but you got Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I mean, he's back. Well, he's back, but he wanted to stay with the Eagles. I mean, that was a whole yeah, different yeah, story. Yeah. He actually he, he didn't want to leave. And he's he kind, was of, kind of, uh, of forced out the door. And now he's coming back and he's happy, you know, back with the Eagles. All right. What's next up on the big board, Franny? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our brown taste test. All right. Hold tight, everybody. Yes, Ben, we have our brown taste test. Finally, I realized that brown taste test doesn't mean it's a Antonio Brown <laughs> Wait, did we talk about segment. Antonio Brown? I'm not sure. No, let's go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not. 
<laughs> yeah. So tonight, Ben, I mean, we've, we've had uh, a few scotches in the last few weeks. Eventually, we're going to have a taste test of, you know, five scotches aged between 10 and 12 years. So at least that's what we're going towards. Um, and the next few weeks, we should have enough uh, to do a taste yeah, test. Yeah. An affordable scotch taste. Yes. It's, yeah. It's, yeah 10, 10 or 12 year age scotches are, are fairly, you know, affordable around $30 usually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so today uh, we have the Glen Olivet single malt scotch whiskey, double oak, double oak, double baby. oak. And, and we've had the original 12 year, yeah, yeah, which is very good. Maybe not as good as a 15 year, which you got me for my birthday, Ben. It is very delicious, very I smooth, love the 15 year. very easy to drink. Almost too dangerous to drink. <laughs> That's true. And so uh, the the Glen Livet, and I'm going to try to read this in the worst Scotch accent or Scottish <laughs> accent ever. Uh, should, I, should I try it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Hey, let me let me try. Should let I, me try. Let me try it. Oh yes, that's even Aww. better. <laughs> this whiskey has been called a lot of things. In its time, smooth, fruity, complex, sophisticated, entertaining, classic. <laughs> The original malt whiskey, Almanac, says a first-class malt, one of the most popular malts in the world. Deservedly so, representing the Glenlivet signature style, the classic malt is first matured in traditional oak before spending time in American oak casks, which impart notes of vanilla and gives the whiskey its distinctive smoothness. The mineral-rich water that comes from Josie's well helps from the flavors during mashing and fermentation, which we're very good at with our beer since it's on its second fermentation. Whilst the specific <laughs> height and width of the copper stills add a delicate yet complex character, keep a bottle on hand for every occasion. I agree 100%. <laughs> I could not agree more with that. Man, that that was perfect. That, that was, was, that, that, that was, was pretty awesome. That was pretty solid. That was definitely solid. Yeah, except Very for sexy. anybody listening from Scotland, I do apologize. Yes, I mean for Willie, butchering Willie from The Simpsons could not have done yeah. it better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sonia, you want to give this a try? Sure. Let's. It smells. Smells very nice. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Scotland. <laughs> it smells good. This is actually also it's pretty good, quite smooth, but it's not very complex though. Yeah, you know, it's I, a more I, I of think, a simple. I think the original twelve year, you know, without being uh, double oak, double oak, double mature, double oak, whatever you want to call it, I'm not sure. Um, but it, it, it seems like there's a little more uh, flavor. This one's a little. It's kind of soft. It's soft. It's got a little bit of a of a harsh. Uh, what do you call it? Follow through I mean, finish. Can, it's got a little you bit of a harsh smell. finish. It's, it's not that harsh. It, well, for Sonia, me to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Sonia's saying it's not harsh, then it's not harsh. You it, can definitely it ends. smell. It ends. Like yeah. you take the drink and there's that's there's it. flavor and then it's yeah. It, it, there's not much. But it keeps making you want to take more. more? Yeah. Ah, uh, the scuts, they know. <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing, Glenlivet. Oh, they do. <laughs> The 18, wait, the 15, I think, was better than the 18, right? It was, it was, because you did get me the 18. But I think the 15 was smoother, though, But the 15 though, right? as well. Uh, I, I think the 18 was just too smoky. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the smokiness. There's no smokiness to this one. Oh, when, you, when you smell it, though. But I don't taste it. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't taste for something that's been... I really don't taste... ...aged in two different types of casks. What do you say, Michelle Tafoya? What is I, it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you got the headset over there. I can't get over it. 
It's definitely it has a it has a a, a fruitiness to it. That's exactly. I want to say there's lemon, but I'm there's like a lemon bitterness. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of it's good though. I mean, it's good. I mean, for no, me, it's, it's, it's a little harsh for a scotch for me. Uh, only I mean, but the more you drink it, uh, the that's harsh less for you for scotch for scotch, but we've not had for bourbon scotch or rye. I think some of the rye and the bourbons were a little bit harsher. Than oh, for this. sure. Yeah, but the but. rye has that. You know, the one, the, a few ryes that we had had that caramel, that vanilla, that this this oakiness has a little bit it. of vanilla, but there's more fruit. <laughs> I don't know if they can grow fruit in Scotland. I don't know. They just have the berries. I think it, it just reminds me of. Oh, I mean, take another sip, son. You let it sit in your mouth for a little bit. That's what he said. <laughs> 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 All right, fans, we've gone too far. Just let it sit there, and you can kind of taste the woodiness coming through. The woodiness. The oakiness. The oakiness. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I'll, you know, we, we could taste a lot of the vanilla usually. You know what I taste? I mean, the more you drink it, the easier it is to lemon? drink. Oh, yeah. I'll say that. Oh, yeah, when you just first lick a lemon. That's what I'm tasting. Yeah, right you now. lick a lemon with a little bit of wood in lick it. Lick a lemon. It's got a little, I mean, it does have a citrus sort of. It is. It does have a citrus note to it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure where that would come from. Are we right? Are we wrong? Uh, it's it's whatever sort of experience you have. You have, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, everybody Let's tastes see. something a little bit what, different. What do, the, what do the professionals say? I mean, the professionals say that it's, uh, what do the professionals say, Franny? You burned the box. It was on the box. <laughs> well, we but do, it, we do have a... It's a little bit well, chilly a, here a, in Southern 12, California tonight. It's I mean, a 12 it's, double oak. It's probably in the 50s. Okay, the, so it's 12-year-old. Here we go. 12 double oak. Oh. Uh. Actually, I, I think I have it right here on my phone, actually. Um, so the color, obviously, is bright and, and vibrant gold. I mean, we it's do call it brown taste test, but it yeah, is, it is sure. very nice. Um, the nose is... Fruity and summery. Sonia called the fruitiness. Palette, I called the lemon. Palette well balanced, fruity with strong, really strong pineapple notes. Strong uh, apparently, pineapple my notes. role yeah, on this yeah. podcast is to criticize Antonio <laughs> Brown and to get I mean, all you know, of my it, notes. Honeysuckle. It, it also says that the finish is long, creamy, and it is smooth. It is creamy. It's not very. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't taste the creaminess to it, though. It is. No, I, I taste the creaminess. It's kind of soft, in my opinion. Well, I mean, is used to drinking, but, you know. Five hundred dollar bottles of scotch. Look at the, oh look yeah, at, look at the, look <laughs> at the smoke grade. Uh, oh yeah, zero, zero smoke. Zero smoke. I can taste the smokiness though. There's some. I, there's a little I bit can of taste that zero. Not. It's it's point five. <laughs> it's point five. <laughs> it's, it's, I nailed it's the level. Franny, Franny's palate is so sophisticated. Everyone. That he oh can, yes, he can pick out that point five percent of smokiness. No, there, there's a little bit of smoky, but it's it's fruitier than it's good. than than it's the good. than the regular twelve year. But it, it is uh, it's better than the the last few scotches that we've had. The shield egg, and uh, what what else did we have? Oh, we had the shield egg. We had the Glenmorangie. Uh, the Glenmorangie too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh no, that one was a little bit harsher. That one was a bit harsher. Yeah, that was a little bit harsher. But I like that one though. I, I like it. it. Had the it, coloration it was, was a little deeper. Uh, sort of a, a complicated flavor to it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is fairly easy Pretty to drink. Good. Yeah. All right, Sonia. Sa- Sonia yeah, Sonia doesn't like the harsher stuff that kind of like 
kicks you in the back of the throat. Yeah, if yeah. we never do a rye taste taste test again, it will be too soon for me. <laughs> but so, we're, yeah. we're getting close, though. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah. three. Yeah, we have three, two more. Next week, we'll have another one. Yeah, and for the, the record, I had, to, I had to re, you know, I had to sort of rejigger our, our home today just to accommodate <laughs> uh, all of the, the brown Booze. liquors that we've accumulated since we began this podcast back in November. It looks like we got about 24 of them thus far. Bourbons, rye, and scotches. I feel like uh, I need we have a, a couple of cognac retriever. thrown in there. And the following week, I will attempt to find a Jim Beam scotch <laughs> because it, it will be Sonia's exist, number one suck. finisher. It's only because you throw it in there. Well, yeah, it, you know, I mean, even I didn't even want to put the Jim Beam when I when I re. Uh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> When, no, I renov- when I renovated Jim the back Beam, room today, to I was like, where do I put the Jim Beam? Do I put it in the back? Do I put it in the front? Uh, so it's so sort I'm of not, midway. I'm not sure, if, I'm not sure if the smoking... I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm sniffing it. <laughs> I'm not sure if the smokiness is coming from the fire behind us. <laughs> it might be. It might be. Or from, is, from our, from our uh, mascot, Rosie, barking at a possum in the background. Sorry, folks, if you hear that. But uh, <laughs> there is... It some... has a nice smell. It's, it's a soft smell. It is. Smell. It's good. And, and son, like you said, it has that citrusy, those citrusy notes to it. Very good. Yeah. Lick a lemon and you've got the Glenlivet 12. <laughs> All right. So yeah, lick, Friday, a, lick, a lemon and, lick a lemon and pound some vanilla. Approve, yes or no? <laughs> oh, I like it. I like yeah. it. I just like, Sonia like appro- oh, I Sonia like approves. It. You know, okay. like me and you, Ben, we've had the 12, the 15, the 18. Now, this is the, another Ooh, Glenlivet that we've tried. So, Sonia, Sonia actually, you, you've had the 15 before too. Have I? Yeah. Uh, on Easter, we said, Sonia, drink this. <laughs> oh yeah, she was so tired of after working yeah. half the morning. Yeah. And uh it was it was pretty good. The fifteen I think is is still very easy to drink. Very good. Oh for sure, for sure. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? And next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shout out to some of our fellow podcasters out there. Uh wait, no, we have the home uh, the homebrew and we the beer have our takes. Homebrew <laughs> and I'm the one taking the shots. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about our homebrew. Well, I have to turn this over to our brewmaster in chief, Frane, who is in charge of our seventh round IPA. Thank you again, uh Mitchell from Brandon, Manitoba. Yes, Thank you yes. so much for the name. Uh Frane, where do we stand with our homebrew? It looks good so far. I mean, you know, I mean, it's our first time doing it. Um, you know, it's it's the second fermentation process, which is optional, really. I mean, we really could have moved into bottling at this point. You'd have a but meal and a drink. At the exactly. Same time. I mean, it's still a little clumpy, a little bit, a little, <laughs> a little thick. Yeah, uh, that's but, good. That's good. Uh, you know, well. we we uh, we'll we'll try to uh, filter it a little bit when we uh, when we do bottle it eventually. But we'll let it sit for another couple of weeks, and then we'll bottle it. And then once it's bottled, then it'll sit for another week or two. We'll see. We'll have you try it after one week. We'll refrigerate one after one week once it's bottled, and we'll see what you think, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I think it was really good. I mean, and again, I can't overstate this. I mean, if you ever have surgery, you definitely want Franny in the operating operating oh, yeah. room with you, oh, yeah. uh, handing the Meticulous. handing the instruments to the physician because you know he he everything is clean, everything is sterile, uh, everything is done sterile, <laughs> everything is sterile. done uh, gently. Uh, you know, we were we were siphoning the beer from. One five is it five gallons? It's five. Ga- it doesn't yeah. seem like five gallons yeah. anymore, but it's five. it's maybe four point two gallons. One five now. gallon jug into another five gallon jug, and finally it's just a sort of gently there's, pumping on the on the uh, siphon. And, and by the time he had to lean the bottle over, I'm like just jamming yeah. on that siphon. <laughs> there, and, there was definitely some sediment at the bottom. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but it looks good, and 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 uh, the 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 nose, the smell it smells of it, good. It smells like a very good. Uh, sort of citrusy 
IPA. So it does yeah. smell, which is what it should be. Yeah, like a very good IPA. Sonia is disgusted by it, uh, <laughs> but it does smell. It smells really good. It looks really good. <laughs> <You guys> suck. <laughs> uh, we do want to keep some of that sediment in there. Uh, you know, for a little bit of added added flavor, a little bit of added yeastiness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really yeeastiness really doesn't good. sound does like good. Does not <laughs> sound right. So thank you, Frane, yes, for yeah. setting all this up and 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 holding our feet to the fire when it comes to the sanitary conditions of the equipment. <laughs> uh, We'll see. I mean, because we, my, we bath, have, my bathtub beer that I made the first time was not uh, ideal. Yeah, we have no idea what it's going to taste like in the next three or four weeks. Hopefully. It won't taste skunky. Well, we'll send some. We're <laughs> It'll send taste some like to an, our listeners that have, uh, like that have been contributing. We'll definitely see if we can do that legally. For <laughs> sure. Or if we could just wrap it in aluminum foil and send it. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, uh, we no, we will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hope for the best here, and I think it's going to turn out pretty good. I, I think so. Let's hope so. And you know, I'll, I'll uh, once we get closer to the the bottling process, you know, we'll get some of the labels and and. Uh, Get the seventh round IPA on there. It's gonna be good. Friday, what's next up on the big board? I don't know if it's safe for me to tell you what's on the what's next up on the big board. Beer, baby. It is our beer. Beer taste of the week. That's Hold what it is. Tied, everybody. <laughs> It is our <laughs> beer, our signature <laughs> beer of the week, Ben. And actually, you have all the info on the beer, right, Ben? I do. I do indeed. Uh, so we are drinking tonight. I am going to butcher this profusely. Uh, we're drinking a Volfus Engelman Renictinus. <laughs> Renictus. Uh, this is a beer in honor of our listeners from Lithuania. Uh, it's a Renictinus. Renictinus? Why don't you give it give it a shot? Is it a tetanus shot? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> how do you pronounce the name of this beer, Franny? Uh, you know, let me actually let me get, let me get the bottle right there. Actually, Franny it has is, a, it is a very interesting bottle. Like the bottle, the bottle. Actually, it's a huge bottle. It, it looks like a huge the old the old Michelob. Yes, bottle, yeah, yeah. Yes. but it looks like an like uh, an elongated one, I like and the it bottle. is uh, Rinktinis. Rinktinis. <laughs> hey. I told you he could do it. Rinktinis from Lithuania, and I didn't think we could find a beer from That's pretty cool. Lithuania. I think it was probably the only one on the shelf there, and I remember <laughs> you struggling to say Vilnius. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was, I was excited that we did find this beer. For sure. So thank you to our listeners from Lithuania. This That's is a cool. fresh, unpasteurized golden lager That's made with pure, <laughs> specially filtered water. The aromatic... Perlay and Magnum hops combined with the brewer's yeast for a rich taste for a lager. The Lithuanian Pilsner-style malt gives the beer a pale gold color. Volsus Engelman was the largest brewery in Intuar Kuanis and at the time brewed the most popular beer in Lithuania. So let's give this beer a taste. It smells a little. <laughs> it's funny. It smells. Fishy. It smells fishy. That's what I was gonna say. It smells a little fishy, and it's not from the Mediterranean, and it's not from the Baltic Sea either, <laughs> like that one from last week. Oh, no, it, it doesn't smell fishy. It, it, smell this. It's All right, hold on. Ben. No, it doesn't smell fishy. Try it. Nope. Yeah, yes. I refuse. <laughs> it smells right. fishy. Tastes yeasty. Yeah. Sonia does not. Negative. Prove. Sorry, Lithuania. 
It has. A I don't cr- mind it. It, it. it tastes like a beer it, from it, it the starts, 80s or 90s. It starts crisp, but then it finishes... Uh, Heavy. It's yeah. almost like the remnants of our... <laughs> <laughs> it finishes a little flat. So it's crisp, and then it goes to flat right away, and there's not that much flavor after that. Oh, Lithuania. So I, was, I, was, I mean, the bottle looks fantastic, and that's exactly what catches your eye, but... I don't hate it. Okay. It I don't. Just, it's, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. It's, it's, just it's not, a little bit. It finishes a little stronger than you would expect. It's, uh, no, it's just a flat finish. There's not much flavor after the initial crispness to it. I think I can't get past the smell of it. I mean, it's a little bit more. Uh, I mean, the flavor is a little bit more pronounced than you would expect from a lager. Uh, it does linger in the mouth a tad. Yep. Um. Yeast. It is yeasty. There's no doubt about it. But I like a yeasty beer. I I, I would give it nope <laughs> six out of ten. All right. If I had to rate it, yeah. You know, we should probably start a new rating system. The Thirsting Goal rating system. The Thirsting Goal rating system. Boddington's is a one. Boddington's. <laughs> Boddington's Sorry, UK. is a one. The Taj Mahal, I would say, is a three. Oh, that was not great. That no, was that was not. But it was better than the. We Boddington's. don't have any left in the house. It was, by the way, it was better <laughs> better than the Boddingtons. Yeah, it was better than the Boddingtons. The this isn't too far from er, the Er Boqueron was. Oh, how that did you pronounce one, that? Last week's. That one. That one was, was up top. I would say nine out of ten. Yep, that absolutely. one is a nine out of ten. The Icelandic one was up. The there. Icelandic one, very crisp, very nice like finish, very smooth, very drinkable. The, that the one, I would say the Einstock is a seven point five. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say, Sonia? Oh, we should be rating the beers down the board. We're not I'd rating them. I, them right there, yeah. I would probably. Th- oh, you have them rated. Oh no! You no, 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 we're not writing the beers. No, no, down. Oh, you're yeah, not writing the, the beers. The, the down. beers yeah, only the things yeah, that cost over thirty dollars. I, I would throw it up pretty close yeah. to the eights uh, for the Einstock. I really yep. did enjoy the the Einstock. Yep, this one no. This the, one is down. This one I would below. say is similar it's to the Taj six. Mahal. I would say it's probably a three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this one this I give it. I give it a six. I give it a six. This one you give a six. I don't. I don't really like the yeasty. The yeasty finish. See, we can't have a tag. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's people will taste the, the beers rot house. and they will the they rot will, the rot house the uh, uh, the German one. Yeah, that, that was a good beer. That one was. I have some in the cooler tonight. Also very actually. nice. That one. That one I would say was very crisp and I don't also. That one. Well, there's one a, in the beer. Had quite a, quite a bit of flavor to it. Or one um, in the cooler, I should say. I, I would say that one. You know, it had a sort of like a. It was almost like drinking a pine tree. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it, was, it was so. I mean, it had some interesting flavors. The, the to San it. Miguel wasn't bad. Yeah, but the San Miguel also wasn't bad. But the Rot House, I would say, is probably an eight. The San Miguel, I would say, is maybe a six. The Estrella was very average, probably yeah, five, six. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, say it's somewhere around What about there. the, the – we didn't do the height. Did we do a height taste test yet? No. That, the height – it's right. We should though. We should do a taste. It was the water taste. Uh, the, yeah, <laughs> we should the, do the a taste. Is so the height. light and so easy to drink, though. I mean, there's not yeah. much flavor to the height, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. also. I but. I mean, it, but it's easy to drink though. Very easy. whereas Simple. this one is is not, not as easy very to drink. Easy. I would say I the height. I would say the height is probably a six. I'd give the height. It's up there, man. When you're on Korean barbecue, <laughs> it's up there, man. You got Korean barbecue. You got no you got that, kimchi in front of you. Yeah, we, you we got bean sprouts. With food. You got. Yeah, you got meat yeah. just smoking and, we had and just flowing in your face. The 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 French one, the Jeanne. That was good. That was <laughs> that good. was good. That would say seven. 
Seven for that one yeah. is a blonde. And all of the IPAs we did in November, December last year were all good. Yeah. I don't, no one's going to remember those, but we did a bunch of IPAs. What about the Polish the Polish Zivietz? The Zivietz was really good. Remember. In fact, I still ha- I have those this. in the fridge the in Zivietz, the garage. The Zivietz yes. reminds me of almost like the Karolowaczko. Yeah, that was good. The, 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 the it was very crisp. Oh. It was very... I mean, it wasn't a complex beer. Yeah. yeah. But it, 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 it tasted good. And yeah, yeah. It, it was easy to drink. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely uh, get our um, taste And we had a meter. few other ones. I mean, we had a few other ones. Uh, when we took the picture last week of whatever beer it was, when you had the six-pack, the six-pack holder, the wooden holder that we have, uh, there were a couple good beers in yeah, there. Yeah, um, But they weren't like our, our signature beers of the week. That was just yeah. our taste test. Those were also all very good. So we no had a few good ones. beers yet, huh? Not, no, no Czech listeners Dog yet. Dog damn it. No, no Czech once we listeners. get a listener from Czechoslovakia from Prague, we will be no, on top There's no Czechoslovakia anymore, Ben. Oh, that's true. Sorry, the Czech Republic. <laughs> we've, we, we've had a couple of Republic. we've had a couple of Slovakian listeners that so far. Uh, maybe I can find a Slovakian beer. I apologize for, for my uh, ignorance of the European nations. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the been Czech Republic. It's been thirty years, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when people say, "Oh, is Croatia still part of Yugoslavia?" It's like motherfucker. Well, there is no Yugoslavia. <laughs> well, you remember though. At least you I know there is no Yugoslavia. Born. I don't know, but it's still it's been so. It's always been. It's been thirty fucking years. I mean, it's, I it's been a long time, people. I know. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Thank you, Bill Clinton. Ben knows. Ben for knows. something. Yeah. <laughs> well, it took him long enough, but hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. There's some great movies that came out of that war, too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Hamilton's Flowers. Yeah, or there something. are a few good movies that came yeah. out of that war. All, All right, right. Franny. What's next up on the big board? It is our shout-out, Ben, to some of our fellow podcasters out there. Yes, we have some shout-outs. I'm guessing to some now. I'm po- guess- so, <laughs> thank you. So funny is uh, he got the shout-outs, correct? Uh, you know, we are a, a, a smaller podcast, and there are a lot of other smaller podcasts out there, uh, so we want to support each other to the extent that we can, so thank you so much. And, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I have a long commute to work as well as back from work. I do a lot of yard work, as Franny has pointed out, uh, so I have lots of time to listen to to podcast, so I wanted to give a shout out to the Top 5 for Fighting podcast. This is a great show hosted by two guys, Greg and Mike. Uh, as the name implies, uh, they are talking about all things sports, movies, TV, and other topical subjects. All fun shit, no dumb shit. They, like us, always have a Top 5 on all of their shows. Um, and they always have a drink in hand. Typically, I think it's a beer, but they always have a drink in hand. They did a great breakdown of Game of Thrones last week. Uh, this is a really, really fun show. You can find them at Top 5 for Fighting, Top 5, Number 5, for Fighting.com. You can catch it in the show notes uh, below. You can get a link there and on Twitter at Top 5 for Fighting. Uh, also, we want to give a shout out to the Fantasy and Sports Podcast hosted by Vivek Iyer. This is a year-round dynasty and redraft fantasy show, uh, as well as more general coverage of the NFL and the NBA. I've actually been listening to this show for some NBA coverage. Uh, this is an awesome show, and it can be found at Apple Podcast. Look down again in the show notes for the link, and you can find them on Spotify, Stitcher. Cashbox and most other 
podcast through RSS. You can also find them on Twitter at Fantasy and Sport. And again, that link will be down in the show notes. But seriously, folks, uh, you know, these are two great shows. Uh, I really listen to these on my commute, on my during my yard work. Uh, these are great shows, and we really appreciate it if you would give them a listen. So thank you all. Oh, it's 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 awesome. You know, I mean, we have there's so many podcasts out there. Um, the football realm, yeah, for <laughs> so. sure. I mean, and and we're you know we're in this in this fairly large niche, but mm-hmm. we're you know uh, we're trying to be fun. We're trying to be real. Uh, there are a lot of podcasts that'll spit the news out at you, but these podcasts don't do that, and neither do we. Uh, <laughs> so we, <laughs> you know, we you know we don't we do more than just spit out the news. You can get the news anywhere. Uh, so thank you all so much. And Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. I don't trust myself anymore with the big board <laughs> for tonight, at least. But it looks like we're going to talk about some uh, Chernobyl news. We are all done with uh, Game of Thrones. Unfortunately, that series is over. But <sighs> uh, last week, actually, was it last week I, I, I yeah. told you and signed to start watching Chernobyl? And <laughs> Oh yeah, we got a little theme music for Chernobyl here. I, I love it, Ben. I love it. Um, but uh, no, it, it's it's an excellent, excellent miniseries. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's, it's four episodes deep now. Uh, there's one more to go tomorrow night, I believe. No, it's uh, Monday night, Monday actually. Night. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how it, well, we know how it finishes. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's been very strong so far. It has excellent ratings on Rotten Tomato. I think it's almost 100%. Yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's well written. It is a great show. The actors and, and are great. The, the, exactly, yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I've just been, I mean, I lived through it. Sonia lived through it. Uh, Franny was an infant at the time, as he's apt to point out right. during the podcast earlier tonight. Uh, but it, it's been amazing from beginning through uh, this first or this fourth episode. Uh, so, Sonia, what have, what are your thoughts of uh, of the show so far? Uh, it's good. I mean, we kind of we didn't live through it physically, but well, that's we true. fair enough. Through it, I did not live in the Ukraine <laughs> at the time. <laughs> um, it, it's just interesting to see their kind of take on it. Mm-hmm. And and kind of learn, I don't know the behind the scenes things that were going yeah. on, and because I mean we we know that it happened, right? We just didn't know how bad it was. That's just and crazy. How much worse it could have been if not for the sacrifice of hundreds of thousands of, of people. people. It, it, it's it's pretty crazy. And how many people were affected by it? millions of people? And the attempt to cover up was just, yeah. yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, from the very beginning uh, of the show, when the the folks that were in the in the control tower, or the control room, uh, finally realized what was happening, and and the the you know the manager or whatever his name is, uh, or whatever you call the person who's actually in charge of the whole the the, the abject denial of what was happening, uh, regardless of all of the things that were going on around him, and all of the people that were coming to him telling him. This is what happened. The core is gone. It's exploded. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, and he sent people down there. And all the fire crews that came to the scene to extinguish what they believe was just a random routine fire and all the people watching the fire, not realizing that the ash that was raining down on them uh, was going to make them sick rather than just, yeah. you know, 
and the radioactive the radioactive glow that I mean the, 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 the cinematography down, was yeah. amazing yeah Franny what do you think uh, well I think it's it's an amazing show I, it really is I mean the dialogue the writing I mean you don't need that much that much CGI in a show to make it great I mean it, it's it's just the the actors that portray these characters they're excellent yeah they did a good yeah. job they, they didn't they did an awesome job um you know and it, it's great to have a show to uh to fall on to after game of thrones it's like game of thrones is over what am i going to watch next yeah yeah and this is an excellent show for- yeah i mean jared harris who plays uh I mean, i'm going to butcher this again probably uh valery legosov Leg- mm-hmm. legosov uh that character is amazing throughout uh the opening I mean, I think it was the opening of the was it the first episode where he records or essentially chronicles his experience at Chernobyl, then goes into the alley where he pretends to throw the garbage away and then hangs himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, intense. Uh, and his, you know, throughout the series, his you know stalwartness to try to figure out what's happening and the way that he sort of learns to navigate the political dynamics of the situation from the beginning where he's a little bit naive and then t- towards the end or where we are right now to where he's sort of understanding the situation that he's in. Uh, I think that the character development for that particular character has been awesome. And, and Boris Slabina has been just, I mean, his character has been mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, episode four where he smashes the phone, screams at oh, yeah. Gorbachev's yeah. aid because he realizes that, uh, as Franny pointed out before the show or before we got on the air, that the reason they had the robot at all was because they lied and gave them the propaganda number for the the radioactivity measure. It, it just mm-hmm. really great scene, mm-hmm. really great scene. But I, I thought the uh, the opening scene for episode number four with the old grandma milking her cow. Oh my oh god! My god. And, and and for everything she's been through, and and you know when the soldier shoots, shot yeah shot his gun. I, I thought he killed her. But he actually killed her cow. I mean, it, it's like, yeah, you've been through all of that, but you have not experienced yeah. this. This is a whole different beast. Yeah, she's you can't survive. Uh, you can't survive this if you stay here long enough. And she's essentially saying, "I've been through Stalin. I've been through uh, the revolution. The soldiers have come. The soldiers have gone. You know, I lost family and members. Now you want I me lost... to leave because of something I can't see? see. Yeah. And that's what makes these types of disasters so." horrifying is -hmm. that you have no idea that you're even being poisoned in the first place i mean the 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 woman the the wife of the of the firefighter uh neither one is going to win husband wife or father or mother of the year um but they didn't understand in this case you can't see the enemy yeah they they didn't understand the impact but the baby absorbed the radiation. That just killed me. That killed yeah. Me. And, 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 and Sonia also, I don't, I don't know how much you watched this last episode because I know. I walked away. Yeah, we got through the, uh, the animals. I walked out. But I mean, what a difficult job. I mean, just. And the that, way that, he explained it, though. Yeah. Don't worry. They're pets. They'll yeah. come to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. But, oh. but to his credit, I mean, he essentially said, if you let them suffer, I will kill you. Yeah. Oh. So he understood what he was doing. Yeah, but you know, this one over here, he was complaining about it because he said oh, that they God, wasted way too much time. It was a lot of time on that on yeah. this whole segment. A lot of time, yeah, but it was very 
emotional because I mean we are all well. He was getting pissed off at the kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, geez, Louise. I mean, this is Russia. This isn't you know. This isn't freaking upstate New York. I mean, you've got to be a little tougher than that. Yeah. I mean, you're 18 <laughs> years old. I mean, 18 year olds don't care about life or death. Yeah, they, do. they don't even have a concept yeah, they, of life or death. But 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 you do. Talk I, I, about a shock. I mean, imagine you're 18. You're but working. He, it, he was a... he was never a soldier. Whereas that right. guy was a soldier. Exactly. And he, he asked about Afghanistan. You know, like where did you fight? And it, it, he, he was. He was yeah. just brought in, like but some I random loved guy it, from the countryside, probably. Yeah. And it's like, but I love that 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 sort here's of. Here's a old... rifle, you know, kill these pets. Yeah, would you be able to do that? No. It, that's really difficult, you know. I mean, they're innocent. It, it, well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, but ultimately they were doing him a favor, at least at that time with the level of radiation here, that was shoot there. Butters. Um, go for but it. The, but the <laughs> but 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 the Russian the sort of the Russian mentality the the military mentality as he's walking down the planks and he's like these guys do this these guys do that these guys do this these guys I don't know fuck them uh, and then they just sort of walks him down and he says here get this shit for your balls yeah, yeah. So you, the you know, only thing that they're protecting yeah, yeah, is yeah. their manhood yeah 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 <laughs> um, and, and it was just that was an amazing opening when they were sort of uh, uh, you know plowing as Franny pointed out earlier tonight actually off the off the pod, he was talking about how they were plowing under the plants and the and the crops, and they had to bury the crops, uh, and they were sort of spraying detergent or whatever it was they were were spraying to, to sort of mitigate, decontaminate, yeah. mitigate uh, what was happening. The radiation, it, 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 but it, it's an excellent. I mean, it, it it all happened. I mean, it, it's it's pretty crazy that yeah. this actually right. happened. Yeah, you know, it wasn't that long ago. It was 1986. Yeah. You know, in 1993, I think they eventually built uh, that sort of concrete sort of dome that covers yeah. the reactor. And it was supposed to only last for about 30 to 40 years. And in 2017, they covered it with another dome that's supposed to last another 100 years or whatever it is. You know, it, it, it's pretty, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, you watch it and you're like, this probably happened, you know, it seems like. A hundred years ago, but it was very yeah. recent that this did happen. Yeah, I mean, and and you learn that they had a you know a, a driveway thick uh, piece of concrete underneath it, and that they used graphite with the, which is a fission conductor as what they thought was going to mitigate the fission reaction, and that they turned off the safety mechanisms before they went into the shutdown. I mean, it was just an amazing. It's amazing to sort of relive that and mm-hmm. for Sonia and I to relive it, for you to, to learn about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with the dialogue. Um, <laughs> but with the dialogue, they help you understand yeah. how bad it was and how bad it could have been. Yeah, but to watch the suffering and to see, I was looking today, I was mentioning to Franny earlier mm-hmm. tonight, and I think to Sonia yesterday, uh, to, that looking at the pictures, the real pictures mm-hmm. uh, of the characters that are on the show or, the, or the, the folks that are on the show that are supposed to be patterned after... Yeah. characters and you see that it's very similar i mean the way that the, the, they were laying in their hospital bed with the blackout glasses and their body just sort of yeah I mean, completely you're, you're melting from the inside out yeah basically. deteriorating it, it just mind-blowing and, and i'm trying to be more sympathetic i mean i know sonia uh because they didn't understand they didn't understand what they were facing i mean here in the west we understand what nuclear weapons can do what 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 radiation can do, but they probably the, the the woman who played the wife and the fireman probably didn't have as much information 
mm. as we would have had in, in 86 when we were talking about... They were just told to put out the fire. Yeah. That was it. I mean, over here, we were like studying nuclear... Like they told us, here, stand here. This is what's going to happen. This is what could happen to you. They prop The Russians probably didn't have that kind of, you know, detailed information about what radiation or they can do to you. Up. They didn't want anyone to know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, was... it, up until, what, 80s? You know, they had the the, the, the nuclear test sirens yeah. around the valley. Yeah. You yeah, know, you I mean, still I mean, see them around yeah, here. There's still one over on Lassen, I think. Yeah, they're, they're still here. And so you would have that, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, what is it? I, I wasn't around for that. So was it tuck, drop, and, and I don't you know. You really like yeah. to get those I digs know, into about how young you are. <laughs> how many, like, old... Uh, uh, <laughs> who's this Dan Marino? Yeah. <laughs> no, he was I mean, a quarterback, you said? In, in classes, you know, like we would have the earthquake drills, Ages. but they would they would have like nuclear, you know, a, a Oh, what do you do in case drills. of a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in case of a, 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 a drop, nuclear, tuck, and roll. Yeah. No, not drop, yeah, tuck, no, and roll. Yeah, that's whatever it was. I, I don't remember. I, I wasn't there, Sonia. But I wasn't I, either. I, I've heard. <laughs> I, yeah, I was there. I mean, it, it, the most most ridiculous drills in, on earth. I mean, we used they used to take us out of the classroom and have us stand in the hallway against the lockers. Yeah. <laughs> that was our that was our drill. But the lockers, so, of, so you're, you're away the from the windows. Okay, way. all right, good enough. You know, stand over here next to these metal lockers. You'll be good. Go. So, you know, all so, is well. All is well. Okay. But they used to train you at least. For Patrick Swayze is like going to come and save you. It's yeah. Red Dawn. Don't worry about it. You're all good. So how do they put the dome <laughs> make on? A pot with you. How they put the dome <laughs> That's on? Wrong movie. Are those people dead? I'm assuming. Which dome? The the, the dome that covered uh, in '93. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure exactly how they put that one together, but the one more recently, uh, they were further away from the reactor and they kind of built it up. And then moved it on top. So it was kind of on wheels where they kind of moved it on top oh. of the dome. So I, I don't know how the one was in 93 so or, or the this, early 90s. I mean, how long is this active? Thousands, thousands and thousands of years. And I mean, it's going to last. Yeah. Seriously? That's why I think, I mean, Jared Harris, I mean, the way he describes it, you know, in, in terms of the thousands of years or in terms of the number of minutes or uh, days. Or the little or bullets hours or the going, millions yeah. of bullets that you're being hit with, you know. It, yeah. The or, way he describes all of the the consequences of this, like in in sort of uh, detail, stoically, without yeah. any sort of emotion. I mean, they do an excellent job, you know, explaining the magnitude of the disaster. Yeah. Uh, they, they do such a good job with the dialogue, and and yeah, I, I didn't, I I don't, I didn't really pay too much attention to to it because it's, it seems like it's so long ago, but sad. And it, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, I mean Emily Watson has done a really great job playing the the scientist from Belarus. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think she. Got but she's little... also a fictional character to portray the outsider. Know, well, it, there there was a lot of scientists in the Soviet Union that realized there was something that did happen at that time because um, the. Uh, what is it? The decimeters or whatever that they had set up around. Yeah, yeah. yeah so those only were went up to up. three. What was thirty six hundred yeah. or three point six? Whatever it was. Yeah, to to measure the radiation in the air. I mean, um, so I, you know, she's 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 a fictional character just to portray all of those other you know scientists nearby. Bummer. Yeah. So, so she's, <laughs> and the scenes with Gorbachev. I mean, those were at he, the Politburo. Those were really. <laughs> I enjoyed those. I mean, with the KGB officer. I mean that was an. I, I thought that scene was was that was probably one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode where the KGB. I mean maybe we'll find out that it's not true here in the last episode, but where the KGB 
the head of the KGB essentially dispelled some of the myths of the KGB. Mm-hmm. I think here in the in the West, we think of the KGB as this all-powerful, professional, just horrible organization that is capable of doing all things evil. And he essentially said, they're watching me as much as I'm watching you. <laughs> Uh, because he's not really as much in charge as you think he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he understood what was happening. Uh, and I thought that was a really powerful scene when uh, when uh, Boris takes uh, Legosov out for a walk to essentially ask him, like, am I going to die? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's happening? Like, give me, the, give me the real skinny here. Yeah, yeah. But then you have those people following them who are following them who are following them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's just like the mob. I mean, the whole thing is sort of, it just... You know, it shines a light on how the how the Russian or the USSR government sort of yeah. worked. It was an I mean, I I mean, I could be wrong, but I would describe it more like an oligarchy that convinced some of the people they were socialists, but not real. But they weren't really ever socialists, but convinced all of the people that could be killed at any moment for yeah. challenging the fa- challenging that fact. Well, we seem like we're pretty big fans of the show. I like of it. the miniseries, Ben. But Sonia, you're kind of quiet. I mean. I, I think it's a good rebound relationship after Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was telling Ben about about this is that, I mean, this is a true story. Th- yeah. This is just, you know, a, a recap of it. I mean, this is basically... But it, but it could be really boring. They could, I mean, it could, it could oh, be a really sure. boring story, but, but they've, sure. they've but done an excellent job making very it. very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm glad it's only five episodes and they're not going to drag it out for, you know, six seasons or whatever. No, no, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I was telling him is it's really hard to discuss Chernobyl because you either know about it or you don't. Um, and if you don't know about it, watch it. And if you do know about it, watch it. Um, but we can't, there's nothing to say like, what do you think's going to happen? Cause we know what's going to happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, I'm almost dreading Monday night with that being over because it's like, now what? Next show. Yeah. <laughs> I need another show. Watchmen. Oh God, Ben. It's going to be good. I'm what telling you. Westworld. Oh, look, I, I didn't, go back I didn't, to it. I didn't finish watching the second season. I think we need to go back. I watched the first First or second? Oh, well, I watched the first two couple episodes of episodes. Yeah, the think, second I season. I did too, and it was really complicated. I, yeah, because they keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out yeah. for the next uh, next podcast. We'll be watching something. I did start watching The Hot Zone on yeah, Net we Geo. Can check that out. Uh, it's 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 a very easy watch. It's not. It's only six episodes. Also, I mean, you know, I, I watched the first four episodes within two nights, and so it, it's it's. It doesn't take that long, but I, I still need to watch the last two episodes and see how that finishes. Okay. All right. All righty. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our top five. All right. Hold tight, everybody. And... That was our bumper. <laughs> I, really, I really like that, Ben. That's, that's I a really like nice that bumper. bumper. I, do, I do really like that that's one. That's my favorite one. We do have to take breaks during the show. It's a long show, and it's even longer than it is actually recorded. Yeah, well, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah, so our top five, Ben, it is our top five QBs. Uh, and it's not necessarily the best QBs of all time. It's just our favorite QBs. We have a, a good time watching on you know TV that, that entertain us. 
Entertaining yeah, TVs for us. Absolutely. Not not it doesn't have to be yeah. Johnny Unitas and no. uh, well, I, well I don't remember Johnny Unitas, but uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but it doesn't have to yeah. be Joe Namath and Johnny yeah, yeah. Unitas like, and uh, Peyton Manning Bart Star. Is, Peyton Manning is not one of my top five. He was a, a he was one of the best of all time, but he's not my top five. Me fun neither. to watch. Me neither. Sonya? He he's in my top five. Oh, he's in your I top five. I don't doubt okay. it. You like him on and off the I field. I do. I don't know what it is about him. I, I, I maybe it's because I know what his personality is like. I don't yes, know, whatever. Lose, lose anyway, he's, he's a lot of fun on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, he is a lot of fun. Yeah, no, he's well, he's one of the best actors out of all football players. I agree. Uh, I would say, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He does a yeah. really good job. I agree. Um, top five. I start with Steve Young at being number five. You know, I I I was. Woot, woot. Well, give me some. Give me some on that. Why? Nice one. I like that one. Steve Young. <laughs> you know what? He, <laughs> he took over. Oh, look. <laughs> I don't, These two are giddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, not too many people even give Steve Young a second look. So I on. like him, and and you know what? He picked up where where Montana left off. You know, Montana. He, Montana's my number two. <laughs> Why are you still laughing? Uh, I didn't expect. I didn't expect that reaction from <laughs> that from Ben. That's not a Ben reaction. Oh man, that was that was catered to the yeah, that, that, was, that reaction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So I've got Young. Uh, then I've got Peyton. Love me some Peyton. I no, love. Pa- don't get Peyton. Peyton Manning is is really one of the best quarterbacks ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I no agree. doubt about that. Yeah. But as a as a person, an actor, whatever, mm-hmm. a comedian, uh, he's just he's cool. He he's one that I'd like to sit and have a beer with. Not this beer, but a, <laughs> a different Sorry, beer. Sorry, Lithuania. <laughs> um, then my number three, I have a toss up. Actually, they both play quarterback or played quarterback. I should say one one still playing, one played for the same team, Green Bay. Uh, it's the Aaron Rodgers slash Favre duo. Um, Yes, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's got little cherubs carrying footballs over to his receivers. I mean, uh, what he could do out there—it's—it's it's incredible. Um, Except during the game when you guys got the hail mary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I lost a little respect <laughs> when he started talking smack about Russell Wilson. I, I don't care what you say, religious or non-religious. Don't don't make fun of someone else for for being a religious person, whatever. Anyways, uh, number two, Montana, like I said, he's my number two. Steve Young's my number five. And my number one, of course, you guys all know who it is. It's Russell Wilson. Wilson. He is my scrambler. He is probably, I don't know, I'm going to be bold. He's probably one of the best quarterbacks to watch. Um, Yeah. He is just very entertaining, and he just Squeezes through a pocket somehow, and he pops out, and he throws the ball, and he had Dougie to throw to, or sometimes <laughs> he ran it himself, and I, have I adore him. No. Now I've got, yes, yes, I've got my, my French-Hawaiian, uh, what other language did he know? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, there was English. another language, English. Uh Anyways, those are my top five. Very Young, good, Sonia. Peyton, you said that was boring. That was a good Roger, top five. That was a right great there. top five. Yeah. Montana. Montana. Oh, Montana. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Montana. great top five. <laughs> And Russell. I couldn't All right. Do it. I couldn't what about do it you, Benjo? Okay, my top five. Number five. <laughs> Russell <laughs> Wilson. Yeah. Uh, just some of the most exciting games I've ever watched in my life have been quarterbacked by Russell Wilson uh, in the last uh, six or seven years. 
amazing quarterback to watch run, throw, and just, you know, just an amazing quarterback all the way around. Number four. Uh, when, when Friday, when I was, when I was three, uh, Dan Marino, uh, just yeah, an amazing was, quarterback, he was incredible. uh, to watch play had garbage through. receivers throughout the vast majority of his career, but somehow made, uh, Clayton and Duper for a number of years look like they were competent receivers. I mean, he was just an amazing, uh, amazing, pure passing quarterback. Number three, big. Ben Roethlisberger oh, of course, of coming course. in at number three. What's fun about him, though? Uh, because he throws the deep ball as good as anybody in the league, except for Russell Wilson. I mean, he just you know he, 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 he has escapability. He has <laughs> he does not have escapability. He has a he does. I mean, he, he doesn't look like he, he does. Has his own style. He doesn't look uh, as if he's, he's going to get away from wall. He's a wall. <laughs> but he gets away from tackles. Uh, it's almost comical the yeah. way he does this. But he does it. From pressure, yeah, but he uh, does it. I mean, he you're moves right. The, it yeah. is comical. He has a very Tom Brady esque way of moving in the pocket to just sort of move six okay. inches or a foot in one. I direction. want to see a race between Roethlisberger and Tom Brady. <laughs> no, you don't. Nobody wants to that see that. Would be the sh- that, that would be Nobody the longest hundred meter dash. Uh, but watching <laughs> that throw to Santonio Holmes in the, in the Super Bowl, I mean, that's the kind of thing that Roethlisberger can do uh, when he's on the top of his game. Uh, number two, Steve. Young, yeah, uh, probably one of the most fun quarterbacks to watch before Russell Wilson uh, could run, could pass, uh, could audible, could do anything out there on the field. Uh, came into the league late after sitting behind uh, Joe Montana for a number of years, something that no quarterback would be willing to do today. Uh, just a, an awesome, awesome all-around player out of BYU, and he's also a lawyer. And number one, number one most fun quarterback okay. to watch of all time, by far, Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre is easily okay. the most fun quarterback to watch as long as you're not a fan of the team that he plays for. <laughs> I like Green Bay. Um, but but, uh, but to be a Green Bay fan through those years would have been just brutal. Uh, but to watch him in any game, if he's on, if he was on the television when he was in the prime of his career, and they were down by fourteen points, seventeen points, twenty-one points going into the fourth quarter, you put your ass down in the chair and you watch to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the quarterback that Brett Favre was. You you were never out of a game. He could do amazing things. I mean, he could throw the ball like like nobody else I've ever seen. He's just he just wasn't a particularly good game manager. Uh, but he was a, just the most fun quarterback to watch I've ever seen. All right. Funny, what say you? Well, this is one player that I'm surprised none of you guys chose. Uh-oh. One of the most exciting quarterbacks since Randall Cunningham. Mike Vick. Nope. How do you? I mean, Mike uh, Vick. Too many pet lovers at the time. I, oh, I, I know that, but I mean, come on. He was one of the most exciting quarterbacks out there. I mean, he was. It was he, uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, the guy. That's fair. He could run out of the pocket, and his, it doesn't look like he's running. It looks like he's almost gliding across the field, and he's beating these defensive backs and and and, and save. I mean, he was so fast; it was crazy how fast he was as a quarterback. That's true. And he was also an eagle. And he played at one the, point. And he was a Steeler so, too. I mean, no bias okay. here. And he played but, for the Steelers. <laughs> he did too. for a All second, right. but he didn't really play for the Steelers. But I mean, he played. Well, did he play a game? He for started the a couple games. Did yeah. he really? Wow. 
Okay, so he was desperate times. Yeah, Falcon and Eagle and a Steeler. Bed with each other, man. What's up, Mike Vick? Come on, that's my number five. Okay, Okay. my number four. Well, I mean, come on, Peyton Manning's not exactly exciting. Sonya Russell Wilson. Russell Russell Wilson, the guy. He scrambles out of the pocket. He's one of the smartest quarterbacks, probably the smartest quarterback ever to run out of the pocket. Uh, He, I mean, he he really has that baseball slide. down. Thank God. I mean, he is so <laughs> smart not to get injured. Thank he, God. You never see this guy <laughs> dive head first. It's always legs first out of bounds or down the field. I mean, he's such a smart quarterback, but so much fun to watch. I mean, how many games have we watched, Sonia, <laughs> where, where he just He's a magician on the field. Oh, yeah. really. I can tell yeah. you how many of those games Sonya watched. <laughs> yeah. Outside. Zero. Outside. 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 Yeah, exactly. Praying to God. <laughs> Number three, Brett Favre. We can hey. all agree with Brett oh, Favre. There we go. Yeah, I mean, that, that guy just slings the ball down the field. And it, I mean, it was just a lot of fun to watch him play for however so many years in okay. Green Bay, I agree. Uh, Minnesota, and Jets. I mean, that was, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of end, of, end, of, his, off, end of his career. But uh, watching him play for Green Bay, that was a lot of fun. Another uh, Green Bay quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. I'm shocked. Yes. I have. <laughs> I am shocked. Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the best quarterback in the league. I mean, his 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 feet never touch the ground. <laughs> I mean, really. This the, the way the way he 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 sits in the pocket and and just uh, I, I don't know, it's he just has this way about him. It, I don't know. Once he throws the ball, it's it, like I said, there's angels carrying yeah. <laughs> the ball over to the receiver exactly where he wants it. I mean, he doesn't even have to look. He just throws it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, he's 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 really one of the best quarterbacks that I've ever seen play the game. My number one, guys. Who would you say is my number one? Who would I say is your number one? Recent. He's, it he's could recent. be. I mean, I mean, Franny's. You know, as he's pointed out, this 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 podcast and many others. He's about twenty years old. He's not actually <laughs> twenty years old, but the way he, the way he talks, you think he was. Um, oh, that's Dak a, Prescott. No. Oh, it's, it is. oh God, Dak no. Prescott is my number one. God, no, no, it's not no. Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott. Uh, it is the ben one. It is the one quarterback that did bring the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, Nick Foles is your number one. Philadelphia oh, on. Eagles. Really, Nick Foles. Nick, well, I would have guessed that because Nick. He is my favorite. I love it. That's fair. Good for you. Yeah. That's fair. Even though Good you wanted, to, you. even though you didn't want to give him twenty million dollars. I know. Either no yeah, way, whatever. it's eighty-four million dollars. Uh, the, the Eagles just couldn't afford that, but he is my number one QB Yay. of all time. What he did for the Eagles when Carson Wentz went down was amazing. Nobody expected it. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. And and Ben, you know all the conversations that we had yeah. yes. that yes. season. I thought it was over for the Eagles. And Nick Foles brought Philadelphia. Oh my God. A yeah, they won a game. Then Man. they won another game. Man. Then they won another game. Yeah. <laughs> then they were in the that's, Super Bowl. That's pretty much what it was. And then you thought, well, there's no way they're going to win this game. And they did. There's just no way. There's no way. I mean, Brady's got he's got two and a half minutes to go. I mean, there's no way. I mean, he's driving. Strip sack. That is a, that's exactly how the conversation sounded like. Ah, oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, not the most for me, fun yes. quarterback. For me, yes. Not fun. Uh, it was fun for me. But not fun for. Yeah, but when you're starving for majority. a title like like the Seahawks were and the Eagles were, I mean that's I mean Eagles obviously a little bit longer, uh, but wow, 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 wow. So uh, what's interesting is between the three of us, Russell, Aaron, Favre, and Young are our top quarterbacks. 
I didn't have Aaron Rodgers in my top five. He and I did. I don't doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Come on, Aaron Rodgers is, is, is pretty amazing. I'm an Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes hater. I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't have Patrick Mahomes on there. Not, it's, Not it's still pretty well, early. one season. It's, it's still pretty early in okay. his career. I mean, so one season. We'll, we'll see what happens moving forward. All right. Maybe maybe next uh, next season, after next season. Yeah, yeah. Next, next week. Next top June. Five, next June. Top five left <laughs> tackles. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, is your quiz. Oh. All right. We have our quiz. Hold, we got some new theme music, so oh. hold tight, everybody. It's like got. Oh, reverse. You don't like the theme music? No, uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> are we recording now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Then I, I, I think it's pretty great. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, we're battling it out. Yeah. All right, fans, is come it, on. Tell this, us. Was tell that us a battle you between think about the our Avengers? Theme music? Or, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Power Rangers. <laughs> the Power Rangers. <laughs> I'm the pink one. <laughs> All right, Green Sonia, one. you have your buzzer. I do. Franny, you have your buzzer. I do. This is. Uh, I may be taking a step back in this quiz. Can we listen to that uh, again? I mean, <laughs> that, that intro music was excellent. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. But I can definitely <laughs> play it again. Um, okay, question number one. This is uh, sort of a hodgepodge between Game of Thrones, Chernobyl, and the NFL. Oh, Lord. <laughs> wow. Pretty uh, deep question. How many... Nuclear power plants are currently in operation in the United States. Over 50 or under 50? Under. I don't know. I would also guess under. That is wrong. Wow. Wow, We're both wrong. There are currently 60 commercially operated nuclear power plants in the United States with 98 nuclear reactors in 30 states. The Indian Point power plant in New York has two reactors. Uh, and the U.S. Energy Information Administration counts as two power plants. Uh, 36 have two or more reactors. Uh, the newest nuclear reactor to enter service, Watts Bar 2, uh, was, uh, began generating capacity in 2016. Mm. Sonia thinks this question was terrible. No, it was pretty I interesting. think the question was really good. I just think that... The answer was too long? The answer was a little too long. All right, there you go. <laughs> a lot of info. All right, question number two. How many species of mammals are now thriving <laughs> in Chernobyl? Less or greater than 100? Wait, what? Less, Less than? or greater than 100? Greater. Sonia? Less than. I don't know. <laughs> Within the exclusion zone, a four mile radius surrounding the Chernobyl power plant, there are. Wait. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is under 100. 60 different types of mammals living within the exclusion zone. Are there three eyed ravens? Because <laughs> 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 there probably is. Dragons. A few there might be three eyed ravens. ravens. 
Uh, but wildlife, dragons. this is, I thought Sonia would like this. Wildlife has made a surprising comeback in this area, and there are said to be more than 60 different types of mammals living there, including wild boar and elk. Wow. Like four tails and a couple of legs. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when there's no people. They're boars and elks. It's like uh, some They're kind belks. of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Borks. <laughs> See, you can't get more than you know, can't get more than one or two good quizzes out of me uh, in a row. Question number three: uh, We had our. Thank you pl- for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had our NFL plot lines. Uh, one of those. One of those things was the labor negotiations. How many work stoppages have there been in NFL history? One, two, five, seven, or zero. I would have said two. What's work stoppages? Uh, so either the players strike or the owners lock the players out. Oh, five. I don't know. Uh, Franny is closer. There were three. Very good. Mm. 1982, I September 21st that. through November 16th. 1987. Remember that one too. September 22nd through October 15th of that year. And 2011, March 12th. Through July 25th of that year. Next right. question. They're bored. <laughs> I knew it. All right. It, here's an it's example. hard, though. It is hard. Here's it, a, well, I'll give you choices. That's why I figured if I asked you like how many, you'd be like all over the map. All right. Question number four. How many total people did it take to produce, edit, write, and make the oh, Game of Thrones know. series? 1,500, 2,500, 5,000, or 6,500? 5,000. Sonia? 2,500. I think Sonia is closer. It took (laughs) 3,589 people to make the Game of Thrones. I I didn't watch the documentary. Did you guys watch the documentary? We did. I I, I still need to watch that. I, I thought maybe the answer to that question was in, but is, is, I guess I it's not because no I didn't, yeah. didn't know. So it's almost four thousand people. I mean, that's why I wanted to like the last episode because a lot of people put a lot of work. Uh-huh. That, that they put in a lot of work, yeah. But the story <laughs> right. wasn't Ruin good. It. The story, was, I know. Seriously, <laughs> question number five: How <laughs> many Emmy awards has the Game of Thrones won? I thought you were going to give us options right there. I was going to, but I figured you guys... Um, 30. Sonia? Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia's doing the math in her head. Uh, 17. I don't know. Friday's the winner. 128 no- nominations. Uh-huh. Oh. And 40 seven nice. Emmy Awards. Uh, okay, that's pretty cool. Over seven seasons, that is pretty amazing. How's that? Mm-hmm. I would say probably got for score. This season, and- yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah. <laughs> well, in your mind. <laughs> that is true. Okay, bonus question. Only one, Sonia. Mercifully for you, there's only one bonus question. Why do the Seahawks <laughs> refer to fans as 12s rather than the 12th man? Sonia? Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently there's a college and I don't remember what college it was. They, they like nailed them because we supposedly stole 
Friday's yawning on Mike. I know. (laughs) Yeah, so we used to walk around saying that we're the 12th man, but uh, the college, I can't remember what college it was. Um, That's going to bother me now. Um, I'll give you the answer in a minute. Yeah, anyways, that's why. (laughs) Sonia is, for the most part, correct. (laughs) As per an agreement struck between the Seahawks and Texas Texas. A&M University in 2016, the Seahawks have virtually ceased Referring to their fans as the twelfth man, instead referring to the use, the term twelves or twelve fan. Uh, uh, it was back in 2015. A and M filed suits against the Colts and against the Seahawks to cease using the term twelfth man. Uh, back in 2006, Texas A and M filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against the Seahawks, and they had earlier in the century actually trademarked the term. 12th man and i think it dates back to way back in the in the uh in the 20th century but that is why the seahawks have 12 or 12th man yes well not 12th man 12 or 12 <laughs> all right franny what's next up on the big board uh next up on the big board man we're Pretty much done with the podcast. So you're gonna throw out your listener oh, message. Sonny is very happy. We thought we'd keep it under 90 minutes. There's no way. Yeah, we tried. We There's definitely no tried. Uh, Didn't thank happen. You, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. It really means the world to us. We are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. Again, that's thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. With your friends, relatives, anyone else you think would also like the show, anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher. Please leave us a review if you have the time. Please leave us a question, comment, or suggestion at podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstinggoal at gmail.com. You can also... Hit us up on Twitter at Goal Thirst, on Instagram at Thirst, and and next week or the week after via voicemail, uh, hopefully. So thank you all so much. We really appreciate you listening to our show. Sadia wants to say thank you. Thank you. Friday. <laughs> this is thank you. very uncomfortable. Thank you. <laughs> why, why is it uncomfortable? No, go ahead. All right, we're gonna. Ben's throwing fists up in the air. <laughs> you should see. I'm him. trying to stay excited to the take end pictures. of the show. We should probably record this. Uh, so, thank you all, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. Fade out. Fade out. Bye. <laughs> bye.